Hello, everyone. Damn it! It it did the thing. I knew what it was thing? gonna do it. I knew it. What? <laughs> Look at the screen. Okay. It reset it. I knew it was gonna reset it. Hang on, let me make myself oh, big. Oh crap! Yeah. We're lucky that's not somebody's crotch. I know. Everything is. Uh, everything's gone wrong. Everyone, <laughs> please hold the line, and I'm gonna hold, fix it. Please. Because we You're had, uh, yeah, we, we had a last second cancellation. I had to change things and it all went wrong. <laughs> and here we are. And I think I can do this on the fly now. All right, there we go. We have one. And then we have, and then we have, and then we have two. No. Oh, God. Is that me? There I am. Hey, everybody. Welcome hey. to the show. It's me, Brad. Wait till you see Tuesday. Wait, you're going you're gonna to love this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There she is! That's really her as well. I didn't think it was her either, but she said, Hi. It is me. I said, All right, if you say so. And then, <laughs> and then here I am. There I am. Now, what's that one? That's not one. That's the Edge of Tuesdays one. God damn it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I knew it was going to do it. I remember when it did this to me last time, and I was like, I think OBS is going to change that back. I was like, Nah, <laughs> it'll be fine. All right, there we go. Sorry, I had to change everything because it was it was set up for pre preemptively for four people. Um, but here we are. It's just us three. <laughs> there is no one here. It's just us. I hope you're okay with that. Um, Tuesday's here. Yay! Yay! Remember Tuesday from um, from Ragtags? Remember her? Yep. When was the last time we played that? God, man, I was just a boy. Hmm. Yeah, you were a wee, wee just lad a ween. back then, back in the day. Just a wee. We'll play again. The screen is so like left heavy, right heavy, <laughs> yeah. as well, like over here. Yeah. Um, it's weird to look at. Suck it up. Um, here we are. We made it. God, now I've got to do the other one. Uh, welcome to Table Stories Dying Order with um Tuesday Gray and Pumpkinberry and me. <laughs> Playing. Can, can we talk about Pumpkinberry for a moment? Can we linger on her for a moment? Can we do that while I fix what, everything? Why? Because oh, you look sure. amazing. Oh, you look thank amazing. you. Look at you. No, this is nothing. Look at you. Well, is this the first time that you've done color, though? Um, yeah. On a stream, right? I mean, honestly, I didn't change my cam color for today. It's just that I'm usually like my hair doesn't yeah. stand out like this, so I think it's that and the eyes probably. Yeah. Normally you actually do. <laughs> Got look... color contacts in. Yep. Yeah. God, wow. Scary looking eyes. Commitment to character. So, um, right. some people are wondering what's going on. Where's the normal show? Things like that. So last time there was uh, there the, in real life there's TwitchCon 
happening. God damn it, I just changed everything back. No, I didn't. Okay, no, it doesn't look like I'm doing anything right now, but I am on the other screen doing all the things <laughs> to get this thing, which was set up perfectly, and I am so sad. And I will definitely be able to recover from and will not be a long-term trauma. You're like playing cookie clicker or something over there. Yeah, you yeah, see the way he's I staring know. at the screen? Yeah, don't tell anyone. He's got like a middle-aged woman game addiction. Yeah. Going all right, we're back. I can <laughs> begin the game now. This is going to be the... All right. It's going to be great. Hi, it's everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I did it. Trust me. You don't understand. P perfect 10 out of 10 production quality, as you've come to expect from Table Story when it's being run by me. Um... 10 out of 10. And my controller has just fallen off the desk and killed the dog. Auspicious no, start. Um, okay, hello everyone. Some of our players are missing. They are at TwitchCon, um, which means um, we're here doing the B-Story stuff. B-Story, you cry. What is that? Well, it's sort of like a set of one-shots that I've set up to run alongside the, uh, the main campaign with um, Suna and Aura and Bo and Ellie. Um... We're going to sort of flash sideways. A lot of you are like, when is it going to take place? Even PB was like, is it in the past? Are we playing as actually as bit. Laguna? <laughs> um, but no, it's, an, it's a flash sideways to roughly around the same time. I'm not going um, to be so insane as to be like, it's happening at exactly the, uh, the events that happen in the first episode happen in the first episode side by side. If you would, I can't control that. That's insane. It'd be impossible for me to do. But whenever we have uh, missing players or um, or I want to or I feel there are times when we're going to flash sideways to these characters in the actual game. Like there are points that I have mapped out for episodes that will take place even when all of our usual cast are here. Um, the uh, the other storyline here we'll, we'll jump into. Um, they will generally be a set of one shots. This one, you can consider it as either a one shot or as episode one of like a B story or B B campaign um, happening um, with uh, the Inquisition, and that's the characters' jobs that you'll be playing. I don't know what Alex describes. Weird. Jobs, I didn't realize yeah. then, but yeah, you are <clears throat> a bunch of characters that are within the Inquisition in uh, Lacrin, in the same world, in the same story, and, and you're investigating things that are important to the main story, um, there won't be any like crazy crossover, right? Because you're going to be playing both sets of characters, so it would be impossible. Um, but that's kind of the plan here. So, here we are in episode one, because TwitchCon happened, and uh, everyone's at TwitchCon. This be Eric's got on a plane <laughs> and was like, I'm going to TwitchCon. <laughs> and then she went. For one day. <laughs> and so she, that's half, where she went to. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So then we, we were like, Tuesday, Grey, come and play the game. And she was like, no. And I was like, if you don't show up, it's just me and PB. And PB should <laughs> never have to be sat alone with me for multiple hours of having to deal with my droning drivel about the crin. And then I worried about PB. Yeah. And, I, and for like, PB's... Mental I health just and sanity. Texted Tuesday, please save me. Yeah. Yeah. Help and here she is. And uh, here she is. So, um, yeah. We're, so we're just gonna we're gonna mess around again. You guys are playing as the Inquisition. Um, essentially, uh, you're kind of like the FBI, 
<laughs> you're like in, Interpol. You're also kind of like the Men in Black. You're like the Turks. You're that kind of thing. I mean, um, we're we're Scully and Mulder. Let's. You are let's for today because there's only two of you. Yeah, you are very much Mulder and Scullying this. Um, although you're not for once. Well, you kind of are. Mm. I have an intro monologue. Would you like it? Yes, please. Do you want to just start? Yeah. Really, please. If there was ever wait, a time wait, wait, to kill more start. and more time, it's now. But yeah. we should just do a shout out to the people who made our characters. Oh our, yeah, we didn't make these. Oh these yeah, I wanted to also team. shout out the fact that last week's episode with the uh, the dwarf archaeologist was Microfalacio's um, uh, <laughs> Patreon. I know that's his name. <laughs> I, it's okay, just so normal for me so to say so now because I've been around for so long. Um, that is a a person that has a Twitch name um, that I didn't give them. Um, <laughs> they gave themselves. Uh, they submitted that Patreon NPC to Darkfire, the previous campaign, but it came in after like the cutoff date, and I couldn't fit them in uh. anywhere because you were doing all the end game stuff. And uh, so that character came forward. So I don't know if you're watching this or not or whatever, but. That was that character, so thanks for that NPC submission. I'm going to open up NPCs for this soon. I guess next month, October, probably. Um, <clears throat> so then... Which is in, like, a day. Which is in a day. So Wait, get so, ready oh, wow. to submit. Uh, so you'll be able to submit NPCs if you're part of our um, Patreon. I can't remember which tier it is, but one of the tiers allows you to submit 25. an NPC to the games. There's no guarantee they'll have a huge part. There's no guarantee they'll do anything other than just like that. You'll be on a train and they will go past them and I'll be like, that's that character and that's them. And sometimes they're huge parts, sometimes they're not. But you sometimes can submit one. Sometimes you get one. to play them. Sometimes you get to play them. Well, kind of. These characters that you're playing today are, um, are a group of characters that I asked. I personally asked people who were so involved in the previous campaign I ran um in uh darkfire they were on our discord every week and they were pulling apart everything i was doing and everything the players were doing and looking into stuff and really interested in it and really following along the story and like second guessing everything um and we sort of jokingly named them the inquisition um because they're doing that they're literally inquisiting everything that i do and everything we do um every week they're still there they do it with this show as well they're guessing everything they're seeing trying to work out what's easter eggs what isn't um, and uh, I, so I grabbed them uh, at the end of Darkfire and said, right, you guys just get to do a free NPC. I just thought it would be a good way to just... Because they're like the top tier fans of the show, basically. And I was mm-hmm. like, right, you lot, um, submit something. Submit me a character, basically. I didn't tell them what it was for, necessarily, but I did tell them they would be um, inquisitors in the game. So I told them to make a character each. They made eight characters. Um, I gave you seven characters to choose from. I made them as characters. And uh, everyone picked a character. Um, The two people that are here, Lyra and Cairo. Cairo was actually originally Chiron. And uh, I gender switched them because I wanted it to be like you had the option of picking between four boys and four girls, essentially. Um... And then, and then I removed a character for myself to have. <laughs> and then you picked your characters. So, um, who made your characters? Uh, Raiden made Chiron, yes. who is Raiden, who is now uh, Cairo. So that's really all that's changed, though, as far as I'm 
aware. I'm still <clears throat> a half elf ranger uh, with cerise. Is that how you say this hair color? Don't know. Cerise colored hair. I uh, got it as close as I could. Um, pretty young. So um, <clears throat> I'm probably a little, a little green. Um, and yeah, thanks, Raiden. I'll try and do you proud. I have a uh, pet owl. It's really um, more like one of those working dogs, so I call it a pet, but this is really my my companion who, who helps me, and uh, the owl's name is Keepy. Nice. Yeah, so um, some of the... <clears throat> so uh, some people submitted, like, unbelievably complex characters, and some people submitted, like, here's a name and a race. And I was like, all right, I'll come up with the rest. <laughs> so, so I've taken some liberties to twist and change them to have them fit um and uh add or embellish things or remove things that didn't make sense and stuff like that but for the most part they're pretty much whatever was submitted to originally and then um yeah and then uh pb who did yours jaguar did mine jaguar yeah i'm a tabaxi rogue really? and my name is uh lyra yeah you wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> no. if i didn't dress up <laughs> uh yeah all right well we'll get to know you guys a little better in a minute i think um let me uh let me take you on a journey through time and space <clears throat> eons ago um no what no not eons ago no was, i'm just not I'm, oh, I'm okay. just shooting you up i'm just shooting you up literally almost at exactly the same time as you all disappeared in the main game. Um, two of our Arcanite Inquisition Inquisitors find themselves on a train. A train! That's right. Um, I know what you're thinking. That's not the case. But I will bring you over to a train map. That's fun. And uh, we haven't really seen any trains yet, but trains exist in the world of Lacrim. Um, did it work? Did it? Yeah. Yes. You switched to the train map. I see a train. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I don't see it on my other oh. screen. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we have. This it. is ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, today. Production right. quality, 11 out of 10. <gasps> there it goes. Oh, it took a little while. Bam! Train. You are on a train, you guys. Now, this is the Arcanine Rail, remember? So, um, it's a little faster than the trains that um, some of us experienced once upon a time in, um, in Dustvale. Um, for the most part, they still look kind of like... Um, steam trains in style because Lacrine kind of hit the steam age and then just was about to propel itself into like an insane age of technology and magitech basically where they combined them and then Arcanai went and blew up the entirety of Thelmesia and an Arcanai law was passed which is what your job is to enforce for the most part and um then technology just came to a standstill if anything it started to go back a little bit where people weren't were become afraid of technology it's like they they use propaganda to make it scary essentially because they don't want people using arcani it's too powerful they changed everything um and generally speaking most of the world sat at the you know steam age 
um, the the Dust Vale Tuesday. Once upon a time, you were in you were in Dust Vale with the revolvers and rifles and things. For the most part, things didn't change too much. The people are too afraid to tinker too far with this stuff. That being said, there is something known as the Arcanine Rail, which is just an upgraded version of the Steam Rail. The coal and and water powered rail system is not good. Um, this runs entirely on magic. It's just an, en an energy that they can continually draw from. They, each of these things basically has like a lodestone in it, like a magical stone that powers it for an engine. Um, and it runs along a single monorail. So it's more like a monorail. Um, uh, but generally speaking, it's pretty much the same experience as you would get being on a train. They're probably a little faster. Um, uh, but it's kind of just a steam train, really. Um, you guys have been approaching a town, which is little more, really not much bigger than a village, um, a very small town known as Caspan Wharf, and it's on the eastern edge on a, a small peninsula in Alexandria. You have a map and some information of Alexandria. Everyone should have it. It looks a little something like this. Um, this is Alexandria in the world of Lacrin, predominantly kind of human-based um, society and culture. They um, they're ruled over by a queen. Um, the capital city is Bologna, right in the center. And you're coming from there. That's probably where you're stationed. Um, and you've taken a train from Bologna through Yil to Caspian Wharf. And I would imagine you've probably spent a lot of today staring out at the countryside. Um, the Yale countryside is what they call it. It's for the most part, it's grasslands, plains. Um, the train will have stopped for a while in Yale, and the I think probably then you would have got lunch. <laughs> but now it's probably approaching dinner time. The sun is beginning to hang low in the sky. It'll be dark very soon, and you know that you're coming up towards Caspian Wharf um, because you can probably see the sea. Um, if you look out of a window, you can probably see it coming up and then the, the edge of a small town approaching. Um, some curious things have happened over the course of today. When you first woke up this morning, it's the height of summer in Alexandria, but there was a sporadic snowfall that as far as you're aware, fell all over Alexandria, just everywhere. Um, it was curious, and just as you were about to get on the case, they sent in the A-Squad. And the A-Squad was sent in to investigate what the hell's going on. Why suddenly, in the middle of summer, there was a snowfall. And then you two uh, got your own little mission. The rest of the B-Squad are doing whatever they're doing. You know, that meme of like, Captain Marvel, off-world. Thor, you know, somewhere else. Um, and then they send in Lyra and Cairo. Cairo, you're the newest member of the B-Squad, but you've probably been mm -hmm. with the crew for about uh, three years. Mm -hmm. You replaced a member known as Inquisitor Nathan Bell. Um, and I think probably on this train, you've got all of your papers spread out in front of you. All of the information mm -hmm. that you have... Um, I am made available to you guys during the week outside of the game to check over and things like that. But again, you can question me on everything. It's a huge amount of roleplay effort mm -hmm. and lore and stuff to understand out of nowhere. So just question me if you have 
um, questions about information you might already have. Um, you are the B squad of this Inquisition. Um, the Alexandra Arcani Inquisition. You're kind of like Lacrin's FBI. You're the Interpol. You're men in blank. You're whatever you want to be. Um, and the Inquisition itself has been around for as long as it was needed, which is just about forever. Um, although a couple of hundred years ago, it was given a new division outside of its usual duties of investigation. Um, with the power of several nations um, at its side and the addition of wizards and things like that, it began the Arcanine Inquisition. Um, pretty much every country in the world granted the Inquisition like um, like an embassy or like sovereign lands, that kind of thing. Some element of the country in which it can just live and work out of free of charge and also just kind of to the behest of the world um there isn't really anyone above the inquisition and that includes kings of the land that you're in and stuff like that um wow since the arcani law came down everyone kind of turned to the inquisition and went uh, what do we do the inquisition basically was able to go give us as much power and control as we need and we'll stop it from ever happening again. Um, and with that new division, the Arcanine Inquisition, each um, country has their own separate different divisions. You guys are often sent out on missions to look into suspected Arcanine, things like that. Like, a, you know, somebody's invented a quill and they've imbued it with magic and it can run around and write its own notes and things. Even something as small as that, if it's deemed to be essentially Magitech, something where they've combined powerful magics or old magics with new and advanced technology something that can harm specifically but also when people start using this stuff you shut it down um, even if it's seemingly harmless it's illegal across the world because eventually it leads to the point where an entire um, nation is destroyed is what the, the, the fear is um, so, if this hybridization that was rapidly growing across the crin <laughs> appears somewhere and people report it, then they send in one of you guys for the most part to go and look for it. Um, when local law enforcement isn't enough, or they become corrupt, or the king himself needs a hanging, they send in the Inquisition. But when someone is suspected of crafting, using, or selling the Arcanine Magitech stuff, they send in the Arcanine Inquisition. And they get answers. And you guys are literally, you can, I don't know what your character sheets say, if they say lawful good or evil or what. Um, you get answers by any means necessary. That's your only job is to just, that you are given a question by the Arch Inquisitor and then you have to go and find the answer. It doesn't matter what you do. That you're famed for torturing, killing. Um, people torture people and then do the um, necromantic like question the dead techniques things like that um you know but you don't have to that's just within it's within your realm you're all powerful you have just about full authority you have a license to torture you're free to do that you have a license to kill you're free to do that you have a license to do just about anything you want so long as you get the answers that your arch inquisitor wants and today the arch inquisitor wants answers upon answers because one of yours has gone missing he went missing while investigating the death of another Inquisitor who was killed in Caspon Wharf, um, Inquisitor Nathan Bell, who himself was investigating like the gathering of a group of 
um, people who were who were collecting Arcani and artifacts and things like that out of Caspon Wharf. Um, and this one is just getting out of hand. But for the most part, your question is where is or what happened to Inquisitor Seastalker? Um, he was probably your most capable member. FYI. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. He's probably your most capable member. Um, so without him, we potentially could be C-team. <laughs> maybe. Demoted. <laughs> um, so... A quick little more jargon bullshit. Um, four years ago was when the eighth Inquisitor of the Beast Squad went missing and then ultimately was found dead. Um, he was looking into um, arti- artifacts that may have been being used to create Arcanite in Caspon Wolf. Uh, Caspon Wolf. He found stuff out um and the thing that i gave you the pdf that i gave you is probably a batch of scrolls and papers and notes and things like that that you have in front of you and most of them take the form of letters you didn't you didn't really have any hard evidence or anything because um everything he was working on was destroyed because he was working alone and then he was killed during it it's pretty rare as well um inquisitors are relatively strong um you're pretty well trained you also have access to some things that people don't have lyra has one um, maybe resting on a lap or something like that. Um, and he was, uh, he was a pretty good investigator, but also it's up to you how much you want to reveal that you're an Inquisitor. You can show up in the full and you have this, maybe not on your sheets, but you can have it. Inquisition robes. Inquisition, um, uh, ID at hand. And the Inquisition ID looks something like probably this. And it's a, it's a magical thing. that is uh verifiable by anyone who has the ability to verify it using uh identification magic um it's a really complex drawing um of an eye with keys over a a a moon cycle in on a starry sky um but essentially that's what the arcanine inquisition logo symbol is um and you have this you have a whatever you want it to be uh, a pad with it on or a classic like i'm the fbi type drop down wallet opening thing um on a piece of vellum or something like that um some inquisitors prefer to just be dressed however they want to be dressed and they act like a civilian um stay and fly under the radar some bust the door down inquisition give me the questions um or give me the answers and uh it's up to you how you approach this stuff. Inquisition does have a uniform. It's a set of black robes and they're quite nicely tailored as well. They have like cuffs with white um, or silver inlays on them. Um, and you show up looking like those guys from Kingdom Hearts. The 13, whatever they were called, that sit in those chairs. Um, or you can show up in your civvies and just act, you know, like you're just there for whatever reason. Um, Nathan looked into something in Caspian Wharf. He knew a lot of information. Um, specifically, he came out of there with information on the set of merchants. And I'm doing quote marks here because they are almost definitely not 
merchants. They're probably pirates or something um, operating off of a ship known as the Dragonfly. Um, he had a bunch of information and then he loses contact. Sea Stalker went to look for him. Sea Stalker. That's like two weeks ago, right? That was He's four years ago. No, no, oh, no. Jesus. Okay. Four years ago. Sea Stalker then took the investigation up. For a lot of the time, you guys work alone. You don't often need groups or multiples of you unless it's really important or suspiciously dangerous like this seems to be um four years ago sea stalker went and looked into it essentially he oh, okay right and then he's he, like i'm gonna action and now he's been out of contact for a couple of weeks right he found some stuff but mostly he looked into the death of nathan he found nathan found out he was killed he was shot in the stomach and found dead um and uh he found where he was staying but all of his information was torn off the walls and destroyed or removed um sea stalker didn't really find anything else out other than that it was linked to this dragonfly thing which was information that nathan was sending to the arch inquisitor anyway um sea stalker put out like an all ports warning on this ship the dragonfly and no one ever heard a whisper of it since everyone was put on different missions everyone's waiting for more information of this ship but it never happened nothing ever came of it um until two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, the dragonfly appears in Caspian Wharf, according to a report. Sea Stalker then goes there, and he disappears. Not entirely uncommon that one of you would go off and go dark for a while, but this is just way too long. <coughs> Communications with him are lost. Sea Stalker is considered MIA. Lyra and Cairo, the only two people left available this morning because the A-team suddenly were put on some other thing that's seemingly way more important than this. You're the only two people left. You probably sat there doing nothing, ready to have a nice day off, legs up on a table, the whole A-team are strutting up and down in a corridor, and then they all get pulled into an office somewhere, and then you are pulled into another office. And the Arch Inquisitor gives you your mission this way. The Arch Inquisitor isn't someone you've ever met physically. It's just a letter you receive. Um, you have no idea who they are. You've never spoken Does to them. Does it have a seal or anything? Or can anybody just deliver a letter? And it, It's for sure got some sort of magical seal. Okay. That you, you guys probably have some sort of like... I'm just wondering how smart we actually are. No, you guys, you, guys, <laughs> you guys almost definitely have... Um, there's probably two. There's probably, you probably have an encrypted way of speaking. You have your own thieves cant. Like Inquisition cant. We'll call it. For now. <coughs> so you can add that to your languages if you want. You can nice. speak and write in Inquisition. <laughs> um, and on top of that, you, you've got all these like magical things. Like a, a lot of the Inquisition relies on magic, divination, magic, scrying, shit like that. It's all... They use anything. They don't care. Um, they have... And you guys know this, but no one else in the world does. Arcani that they use. They just straight up have some and they use it. Little things. Um, I, and I, I, I doubt you guys specifically have ever used any, but the A team totally get access to Arcani stuff in the vault. Um, but I don't know if you've ever needed it. You've never had anything good enough to need it for. Um, yeah, the, the Inquisition, um, most assuredly have like some sort of like magical seal like an unbreakable wax or something that you guys have an item that you can use to open it with um something like that um 
and it's probably coded to like you like there's they, it's crazy like they have whatever magic you need they have it someone in the inquisition somewhere in the world has it and it arrives eventually the inquisition is painfully powerful they really know everything they're everywhere they, they're involved in all the dirty shit they know most of the like criminals going on the everything um but really it's not your jurisdiction you're just there to find answers about whatever your question that was posed to you was and today the question is what happened to sea stalker the last he was seen was in caspian wharf and you're probably going to be there in about five minutes um so a quick who do we see i know you kind of introduced yourselves what do you guys actually look <coughs> like i'll zoom in on your tokens because you have these images but what uh for people's listening sake do we see when we look at lyra um lyra has rosette spots all over her face so she's she's cat like obviously if you didn't know what uh, tabaxi is yeah. um she's curvy um she wears a lot of clothes she's um long sleeve long long pants she's almost completely covered um her left ear appears to be damaged or broken um and uh, her tail is almost always hidden um yeah and she has a she has a rifle with yes. her on this train yes she does um what about Cairo? Cairo is uh, half elf, so you see a little bit of pointed ears, very pale skin, uh, super slender, <clears throat> about medium height, um, and some freckling on her on her very pale face. She's sitting there with her owl Keepy, who looks a lot like a barn owl. It's sort of buff colored, um, kind of tawny colored, with a white face. And she has a bow that is sort of the same color as her hair, but it has kind of a soft golden glow about it or some golden lines that kind of pulse along it. And um, I'm probably sitting there uh, working a new set of jesses for Keepy, and jesses are those leather straps that go around the leg of, you know, like a a serving bird. So uh, I'm probably cutting some leather and have some sinew and sort of just finishing up a fresh set of jesses for Keepy. Yeah. I think um, you hear the the doors at the other end of the the carriage kind of um, open up. And then walking in is this tiny little uh, tiny little guy. Tiny little guy. A little gnome. A gnome conductor who, um, for the most part, trains are run by gnomes. They always have been. No one knows why other than I like gnomes. And a little gnome comes walking down. They they wear um, blue robes, not too dissimilar to yours, but they have decent trim, yellow trim, a hat. Um, and uh, this little gnome conductor starts walking down, and he's probably already spoken to you. Um, this carriage was just yours. Um, although there is... You didn't really see that many people getting on the train at Yill. Um, either way, no one's coming in this carriage. This carriage was always yours. No one can enter it. The gnome doesn't let them. It's the Inquisition's carriage. And this little gnome comes walking up the aisle and approaches you. And he kind of like, he's got his head down a little bit. He, you can see that he actively doesn't look at anything that you've got going on on the table or anything. And he walks up and says, You will be arriving at our destination soon. 
Um, if you would like to take your things, the train will be leaving in the morning. If you want to stay on the train, you know. Um, but we will be leaving in the morning to head back to you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Uh, exit this way? You may leave via the exit at the end here or the end here when we pull into the station. Thank you. Okay, very well. And, uh, again, please send on my regards, uh, to the Arch Inquisitor. Of course. And, uh, he kind of, like, he, he bows and sheepishly walks away as the train begins to slow down. Um, bringing you into this, um, kind of, kind of small, but not unbelievably small town. And the train station is a little outside of town. There's a, there's a walk towards the actual dockyards, but you can probably see something that looks a little like this. Aspen Wharf is one of these kind of places. Um... Mostly a dockyard, um, probably not even um, as big as depicted in this sort of placeholder image that I've got, but it's a pretty much entirely just a huge, great big dockyard. Train comes to a full stop, and the uh, you you can see that no one is getting off the train, and also no one getting on the train. The train isn't due to leave till tomorrow morning, and as soon as you arrive, you can see the seagulls flying around you can smell the sea air and uh you get that sense of kind of just docks um and uh seaside town almost um there is a few areas outside of town that look like they are farming land and things like that and there's a a road that you can see as you step off of the train the train station is like a basic building it's like it's almost like a bus stop like there isn't really anywhere for you to do anything when it comes to buying tickets and things you buy them on the train so train stations are just meeting points um and there's just a small kind of basic structure that you might be able to go into there's no one in there there's nothing happening it just seems to be a road that leads down towards the actual town itself um past a few kind of small looking farming areas you get the sense that there might be more farms further out um, but this is definitely a fishing village, um, and like a port town, and a harbour for, for ships that might pause here as a waypoint and continue on their way. Um, but it's mostly a relatively small town, not a lot of people live here, not really anything of worth has ever happened here that you guys would know of, um, apart from the incidents that we discussed and you knew about. Um... Assuming you guys head into the town, it's a, a short walk somewhat downhill towards this um, kind of docks district town. What do you guys want to do? <clears throat> Assuming we're not wearing our robes, and I, I am yeah, not I'm wearing mine. Yeah, I'm pretty discreet. Yeah, I wouldn't city, be wearing them. Stuff. Yep, yeah, I'm just wondering sure. in general, um, you know, we've got our badges should we need them, but in a town this size, uh, are we going to stick out with our bow and our, our gun? Or, you know, how recognizable are we in general as Inquisition? Um, you can give me an insight or an investigation check. Sure. I will go with... Uh, I'm going to go with investigation. 
Nine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you guys, you're probably a little unsure. Um, okay. From what you know, this place is small town attitude. Like everyone probably mm-hmm. knows everyone, but it obviously has it has a decent amount of traffic coming through. So For people ships, showing yeah. up looking kind of random is not going to be a big deal. Um, because people just come in um, and you guys also know that there's a decent amount of kind of criminal activity that happens here low level stuff um, and pirating stuff Um, it doesn't have a great reputation but for the most part it's like small town fishing village plus a lot of sailing activity that leads to crime because no one cares about this place so they just use it as a criminal hub to do some dodgy merchanting and that's about it nothing that Mm. you would give a fuck about really but um so you probably will stick out in with the locals but not it wouldn't probably be untoward like you wouldn't be like this is weird they wouldn't immediately assume we were inquisition maybe Uh, unlikely okay now that's a smell i miss you do. Mm-hmm. It stinks a little bit. Yeah, it's delightful. I do miss sailing. Hmm. But I'm pretty hungry. Want to go get a bite to eat before we start looking around, I guess? Sure. I look around for a uh, for a tavern. Pub. The pub. The yes. pub. Mm, give me perception checks. 21. Damn, son. Damn, she gonna see a pub. Four, uh, six, six, probably. Six, no, fourteen. Oh, hang on, I'll, I'll fix your sheets. There are two um, numbers coming up because it's rolling you with advantage at all times. Gotcha. I'll, I'll make it. Uh, ask you the question. Um, Thank you, sir. And then that way, it's gonna probably be easier for everyone who is curious as to what all these numbers are on the screen as well. Um, but yeah, when it rolls with the two like that, you just take the one on the left. Um, so, uh, 21 and a 14. Um, Cairo, you, there's a few buildings that might be taverns and inns. Um, a lot of these buildings look very similar. Um, like, they were all built around the same time and then were just left there. Um, for the most part, they're all kind of um, brick buildings framed with, like, dark timber. Um, and a lot of the buildings have black tiles on them, and a lot of them have red tiles, but that seems to be about it. For the most part, everything looks kind of the same. There's an area where there's a dockyard where you can see much larger buildings that presumably house boats and ships being built, um, and uh, maybe merchant warehouses, something like that. There's a smaller area that you can see north of the... We'll say north, but really you're kind of up from the dockyard um that looks like a town just like a little village um with like a main street that maybe has a market on it but again it's getting a little late um but you're coming down so you have a decent somewhat bird's eye view as you're coming down into this town to to get this um view um then there is an area across a small bridge that seems to have a few more sporadic random looking buildings um that might be inns. I think, Lyra, you're pretty convinced that one of these is an inn. There's a particularly large building there. Um, 
that seems to have a, a decent amount of traffic for this time of night and that's really the giveaway i think for you that at the end of the day people tend to go to inns and pubs um there's nothing else to do no netflix so most likely as you're approaching you can see that you head in past this town across the dockyard or along along the dockyard and then beyond it over a smaller bridge into a, a, a separate section of town where there is a uh, probably tavern or inn or somewhere at least that you'd be able to get some food if it's not it's like the town hall and they're having a town meeting today you know there's one of those two options yeah um I absolutely just kind of like walk and guide us there. It's not too far, right? I imagine it's like right after the docks or... Yeah, I don't think this place is even a mile across, you know, it's like... Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Nothing. It's pretty small. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so you guys start moving through town. Um, I'm going to roll two dice. One dice. Two dice. Damn, son. I think this might be the most unlucky day of my life. Uh, or was it oh dear yeah Um, it was let's go with it was it was very I haven't got a good poker face it was very low it was a two and a one (laughs) (laughs) Um, depends what that's for though as the floor Uh, swallows you up it's an earthquake no Um, No. yeah you guys head through town the town town explodes the town explodes you see (laughs) a lot of um, you see a lot of stuff going on in this town um, but it's nothing like interesting it's people going to and from their homes as you get closer to the dockyard you can see that there are quite a few ships moored here um, of varying different sizes there's a lot of people moving up and down on the dock still um, jumping onto boats moving stuff off of ships um, and a lot of people who look like they're coming back from a day of fishing, bringing nets in and things like that, and then shifting them up and down. You can see that there are sort of runners running up and down the docks. Um, they don't really pay you any mind. Like they will, if you're walking directly past them, they'll glance at you, but they won't think much of it. And you can see also that there are a handful of people who seem to be doing kind of the same thing as you, just a little like, oh, I've only just got here, or I haven't been here for too long, kind of just looking around a little wide-eyed and don't look. Like they're necessarily part of the fisherman community here. You can see that most people are in like overalls and workman's clothes, things that were designed to work on a ship. Um, and then there are people who are probably more like you in like classic standard like tunic and trousers and some traveling boots or something like that. Um, moving past that, you come to this bridge. It's a lot tighter here and people are walking past you all the time. But again, it's the same thing where you get a few glances. No one really seems to give a fuck that you're here. No one stops and goes, ah, it's the Inquisition, like they do when they find out you're the Inquisition all the time. And they go, oh, it's not mine. It's not my chassis, mate. Um, (laughs) And you don't care. It's not your job. Approaching the larger building, you can see now that it is almost definitely an inn. Um, As you come around the front of the building, you can see that it says uh, above the door, there's a, a sign that um is very kind of weather worn from the sea air and the salt um that says the cowardly fletcher tavern um but it's a big pretty big building wide two-story but wide building um same thing brick framed with timber um and then black slate roof the second floor looks like it overlaps a little um so it comes out it's a little larger which suggests that there's probably rooms up there 
Um, and uh, yeah, you can you as you approach, you can see just people coming and going. Sailor types mostly, mostly gruff fishermen types moving in and out. Do you go in? Uh, yes. All right, heading in. Pretty pretty big place and quite clean. Um, probably you were expecting oh, something maybe a, a little plus. different, but it's actually pretty decent in here. As you walk in, you immediately realize this isn't too bad at all. Um, just rows of those pub benches, though. Not really tables and chairs, but just a lo- like kind of almost like a Viking longhouse. There's just rows and, and stuff of benches with um, seats along them. Those kind of out garden pub benches that you might get. I don't know if you get them mm-hmm. in, much in America, but... Um, that's kind of how it looks, and it's a long, wide open room, um, pretty clean, wooden floor, um, two huge iron chandeliers um, that are lighting the place with with uh, lamps. They've got like lamps attached to them. It's not candles, um, oil, and um, just again more gruff-looking sailor and fisherman types that are cradling tankards of ale along with them um several tables you can see that they're like families like one of these gruff you know bearded fishermen with his white beard and his and then you know like an a woman and then a couple of younger looking sailor types with their families and kids and like a family dinner is taking place in here as much as there are just like groups of shady looking pirate types who are in that classic hook attire. This Shmee's just sat at a table looking at you as you <laughs> walk in. Um, and it's a pretty it's a pretty decent mishmash, but for the most part, you can see that this is like mostly like fishermen. Um, no one really stands out like crazy or anything like that, apart from maybe the barman. Um, at the center of this place is a square bar. So the whole thing is around the bar. Um, there are several routes out um, you can see that this has like a pub garden in the back. There's another door that's along the same wall that you've entered in. Um, and there are doors that seem to lead further in or up um, into maybe the inn. And at the center of the uh, room, there's a bar. There are two um, bar staff, but one of them immediately leaves. And you can see that there's a an elven man. He's got very long painted nails as you approach the bar. Um, he's got lots of piercings up his ears and his nose. Um... He's wearing a very thin tunic with these sort of loose-fitted pants. And he's got a set of very expensive, very expensive-looking high heels on. And he's got a lot of thick makeup on. And he just sort of stares at you as you approach, um, expectantly, like, waiting for you to state what you want or what you, why you're here. Um, he catches you pretty much as soon as you're approaching the bar. Uh, hello there. Um, can we have a room and then also some dinner? Right, where are you from, then? Shit, where did we come from? Bologna. Bologna. There was like so much. Bologna. We've just come from Bologna. Oh, is that right? City folk, is it? Yeah. Bloody hell, I like it. You don't look like city folk, he says to you, Cairo. What? Why not? I don't know, you've got a... An owl. Right as he says that, I do what I do usually right away when I walk in somewhere, which is two clicks to Keepy and Keepy goes up to, if there are rafters, up to the rafters if there isn't, to a yeah, banister a, for the second floor. Yeah, there's probably some rafters that it can 
perch on or like timber framed things up the top. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, yeah, like normally your type's got one of them outside, doesn't it? Not really in the city. What use you got for an owl in this big city like that? I just stare at him. Right, yeah. So you want dinner? Yes, please. Yeah? Please. Mm -hmm. And drinks, is it? What do you want? Oh, I'll, I'll have a mead, please. Mm, Ale, please. I don't know if you're going to want the mead. Not going to lie. City Why? folk like you it? ain't going to like that. Well, I'll, I'll take the mead. Thank you. Yeah, but city mead, yeah, is like the cheapest shit you got there. Yeah. And that's like piss water, probably in Bologna. But here, it actually is basically piss water. Then I'll take the piss water then. All right. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. And you want what? Ale? Ale, please. All right, yeah. You don't want no food? Uh, I think food have? would be a good idea. All right. Take a table. And he, uh, he hands you a spoon, a wooden spoon. It's got the number eight written on it. Hands it to you. Great. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see. Boiled eggs? No, you don't want boiled eggs. You probably want roasted lentils. City folk like that sort of stuff, don't you? What soup do you have? Fish soup. I'll take the roasted lentils. Lentils? Yeah, that's what I thought. I'll have the fish soup, please. Fish soup? All right. Yes, please. No problem. All right, yeah. Just take a seat. I'll bring it over when it's ready. Great. Thank you. Thanks. He um, watches you a little bit as you walk away, a little kind of uh, confused, maybe. He sort of seemed confused throughout the entire exchange. And then uh, write some stuff down. And then hands the uh, paper to the other barman that comes out and grabs it off his hands and then heads back. Seems like he's just taking orders and heading back into the other room. Not long after you guys walk away and find a table, um, you can see the um, another person come up and order something off of him. Fish stew, please, mate. Yeah, fish stew, no worries. Yeah. Hands him a spoon. They go and do it. Um, where do you guys want to sit? There's like This place is pretty big. There's some darkened corners that you can hide in. There's a place right next to the hearth, which what is being else? lit. Dark corner? Absolutely yes, a please. corner. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely a darkened corner. You go sit in a dark corner. I'll take one darkened corner, please. One darkened corner. <laughs> and, yeah, you guys sit in a little corner. There's, um... There's a relatively empty... Like, the corners are dark and empty, and no one wants to sit in them for the most part. Um, the people who are sitting in the dark corners are, like, the... the the worrying looking pirate types i think maybe if you find a table that's slightly aside from everyone else there's maybe a table that's two tables apart from someone else and that's the best you can do to try and garner some privacy um and there's just a single old man kind of nursing what looks like uh his four thousandth whiskey that day maybe red cheeks human man big bushy beard kind of just like sitting there Hiccups as you walk past, goes to say something and drinks instead. And then you two sit Did down. Did you say he looks like a sailor? <laughs> yeah, he looks like an old yeah. fisherman. Okay. That Like okay. classic old fisherman type. Worn looking, dirty clothing. Um, like just sea withered skin. Um, <laughs> eyes that are just like drooping. You know, and he, he's just got a drinker's roadmap across his face. As he, uh, yeah, nurses a whiskey. 
And I think it's probably the most private corner you can get if that's what you were after, I assume. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's you guys perfect. sit down. There's a little cup in the middle of the table. You put the spoon in it. Um, what do you do next? I crane my neck to look for Keepy in the rafters. Can I see Keepy from where we are? Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. And then I say to Lyra, I didn't like the way he was looking at Keepy. I think he's just never really seen an owl before. Hmm. Perhaps. All right. So what do you want to do? What's our plan of action? Right. Well, we need to ask about the dragonfly. I think I can help with that. All you right. He's the sail, right? Yeah. I still have some contacts that can, you know, grant me passage. So maybe they can find out about the dragonfly. I'll ask Perfect. around. Perfect. That'll be a good start. And, uh, you know, Seastalker would have stood out, so it's likely well, anyone that did run into him would have some information. Do we want to ask around? Mm. Do we want to be that obvious? Well, I'll leave our approach up to you, but uh, I kind of feel like the more time we waste being indirect, um, well, uh, I'm just concerned. Yeah. Okay, well, let's eat, and then uh, and then I guess we'll start. Actually, I, I think I'm going to go see that gentleman over there. Did you want to join me? I will. Okay. I will go up. I'm going to leave the spoon with the with our food mm -hmm. uh, at the table, but I want to saddle up to this drunkard over here that's next to us. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's just sat there. He probably doesn't even see you arrive at his bench. Remember, these are like each their own little pub bench. There's a huge thing that can probably sit six to eight people. Um, and he's just sat by himself on it. There's like two or three empty glasses next to him, two or three empty tankards. Um, no food, doesn't have a spoon. He's just sitting there with a whiskey in his hand in a thick, greasy, dirty-looking glass as you sit down. I don't think he even sees you sit down. He's just looking at the Hi. glass. Hi, I'm uh, Lyra. Hey, what's your name there? Lyra. Is the seat taken? Lyra. That's an unfortunate name. Why? Well, nobody's going to trust somebody with lie in their name. Well, I guess that's a good point. Mm, you should change it. No, I you think I'll not leave. change her name. Oh, what's your name? Cairo, do you have any trouble with that? Mm, sounds like a boy's name. And what's it's your name? Daring daggers at him. Mm, the name's Ben. And what you drinking, Ben? Whiskey. Uh, can I just, like, reach over? Is his hand on it, or is he eating his soup? He's holding it. Oh, okay. He doesn't have any I'm food. actually, I'm just gonna reach for it. He pulls it into himself. Oh, no, come on, don't be like that. Nothing for free, not in this game. Nothing for free? No. What about some information? Hmm. You ain't got no information I you want. But you have information I might want. Uh, not for free, not in this game. I think we want to be discreet, so I will actually pull out. How much money do we have? Let's see. <laughs> call me, call me a D100. Oh, buses in the chat, please. I want to be filthy rich. <laughs> Is it each, or is this our pool of money? This is your pool of money. Okay. This is what you were given that morning. That's not bad. You have 41 gold. Cool. Back at HQ. 
on the side, there's a bag of 500 gold that you oh left. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you have 41 gold between you. That's what you were given as your amount for the day. Um, but actually, 20, that 41 gold was just to like see you through. Um, and there was 500 gold that you normally get way more than 41. What the hell is this? This seems like an important mission for 41 gold. What? Everyone was a little flustered this morning. It was snowing. It was weird. Yeah. Threw them off, huh? Yeah. It was really, really weird. Uh, I will slip him a gold piece. So now we can just have 20 each. He like does that thing where it dances over his fingers. Particularly deft for like an old man. He's got like shaky hands. Thick kind of. They all look gnarled and like they've been broken a hundred times over. And he rolls it across (laughs) and into his mouth. You see one single tooth on the top row, and he bites down on it. <clears throat> All right. And he pushes the glass of whiskey over towards you. We're looking for someone. Uh, everyone's looking for someone. Well, this someone probably stood out. Mm. He was here about two weeks ago. Uh, and then, what does Sea Stalker look like again? Uh, I gave you the information. Um, in a special folder called Inquisition Stuff, Sea Stalker Info. There he is. There is a ah, okay. an image drawn by Runty. Guess which one wasn't able to be selected, Runty. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but you you became my one. That became my one, basically. Um, sea Stalker. Uh, you have all this information on him. His real name, um, right. what race. He is what he looks like, stuff like that. Um, and you know, you you just know this naturally. Okay. Um, well this this fellow would have stood out. He's tall, broad shouldered, white hair, he's half merfolk. Mm-hmm. Green eyes. Half merfolk in a fishing yeah. village. I'd never seen one. He just points to a table behind you, it's full of merfolk. One of them throws a trident at a wall, dung. <laughs> and I just laughing. You hear the, the barman Oi! Stop it, you lot. Come on. Need that wall. <laughs> and then... I just keep going. Large burns up inside his face. Mm. Asking around. Asking mm. a lot of questions. Uh, you can roll me a persuasion or an intimidation check. I assume this is persuasion. Yeah. I will roll two dice. 22. Nice. Wow. Um, he says... <sighs> Let's see you Burned. Mm, don't often get burned, them lot. They just jump in the water. Don't see them too far inland either. Mm. Can't say I've seen a burned one. All right. Thank you for your help. Mm. Be careful who you're asking questions like that. Who should Why? be careful of? You see him kind of like look you over. Um, he looks you over, Lyra, but then glances at, at Cairo, who's like this young-looking elf. She's like <laughs> small yeah. and, and young-looking, nice pink hair. You probably look a little more older, a little more savvy. Um, and then he winks at uh, with his one open eye at a, at a table um, beyond the one with the merfolk on, maybe in the further darkened corner from your corner. Um and it's like the table that had like all the pirate types on it. They just look like ruffians, you know, bandit pirate types. 
immediately you can tell they're, they're, they're the only people in here that are sitting there with like daggers in their hands and like you know sitting with their the legs on the laughing thing. loudly like, they're laughing loudly prepare, they're yeah. drinking they they're yeah. all kind of busted up they have that like weirdly hardened face that people who have been in a lot of fights get um and they just you, they look you know when you when you think kind of in your head of maybe a classic pirate they look more leaning towards that side than your average maybe fisherman um or sailor you know there are plenty of merchants and stuff that sail around the world all the time um sailing's still a big deal they they you guys have airships in alexandria there's uh, there's only a few of them um but they they're so rare it's unreal it's super new and not tested um and inland everywhere pretty much has trains that has trains but sailing is really the best way around the world um still so it's still a pretty decent trade and there's definitely a lot of sailors and and sailing that happens in lacrin what about the uh dragonfly it's a ship have you heard of it Jesus. all right um he you see him hiccup as he kind of goes to drink his drink <clears throat> never heard of it sounds like you have he like looks over at the uh, back table again and says, mm. "No, never heard of it." Try again. I'm gonna intimidate him. Yeah, give me an intimidation roll. Beat a five. Fourteen. Yeah. Yes. He uh, like he puts his drink down quite hardly and then and and leans in and says, "Listen, that log cut me neck." And what do you think I'll do to you? Mm. I'm hoping for a kiss. I don't think so. Mm. Now I will pull out our Inquisition badge. Mm. And I know you said we had it on a piece of paper, Can but can we please have like a little silver, like... You can have actual... whatever you want it to be. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I want an actual little silver piece that has been, or brass, yeah, that's done and it's just engraved. And I'll just kind of pull it out and show it to him, and then I'll tuck it back in. Mm, bloody fuck. Ah. Mm. What's so special about that ship? All you all are coming know. around. Well, what do you know about it? Mm. It's in one Maybe of yours coming before. About it. Mm. Two? Did he say two? One. One. Mm. Don't know much. What I know is that they're gonna shut me up if I tell you. Why? What'd you do for them? Hmm. Ain't done nothing. That's how secret they are. And how do you know about it? Hmm. Everyone knows about it. Ain't nobody talks about it. I'm not leaving. I'm just going to stare at him and wait. He, um... Why don't you give me inside checks? Okay. Oof. 24. 20 and a natural 1, which comes out as a natural <laughs> 4. 
Are uh, they watching the table? Do they see me talking to her? This was an inside check for the old man. Um, okay. The old man, as far as you're concerned, Lyra, does something weird and suspicious. Um, Ooh, okay. Cairo, I don't know what you're doing, but you just don't. This old man just is an old man, maybe, and you just don't see what's going on. You don't spend enough time around old geezers been fishing forever or something like that. Um, I'm probably a little preoccupied that he insulted us. I have a, a little bit of a, a chip on my shoulder, and I'm keeping a close eye on Keepy because the bartender paid too much attention to him. Yeah, the, he, um, the old man kind of like, he, he has like a, a glance again at behind you at that table, and then begins coughing. <laughs> he coughs like three times and hits his chest, oh, but it seems no. so false and so acted. Um... And he says, uh, Listen, I don't know nothing going on around here. I like to keep my head down. And he, uh, and then he kind of looks at you. He looks pretty scared. Fuck. Oh, well, there goes plan B. Okay, so his, can I ask, did that seem like he was signaling them? With that 20 insight? Because uh, you said it, it did, was fake. Yeah, it looked Is like he, he was just... bullshitting something. Maybe it was a signal. I don't think you know what his signals okay. are, but it was a yeah, weird-looking thing it to was randomly weird. do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Forget that, then. Let's just drink. <clears throat> uh, can I wave to the bartender to bring another whiskey over? Yeah, like, he's walking over anyway. He's got two tankers, yeah. one with mead, one with ale. Wonderful. Um, and he's, like, walking over. He saunters over. Um, he, he sort of takes his time. Um, every now and then he stops at a table and speaks to someone um, and then, like, wanders over to your table. He puts them down on the table you're at and then looks at the old man and then looks at you lot and says, you know, there's better people to talk to than old Ben. Alright, he's, 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 all, he's all talk, he's all stories. No, not all stories. I'm, I'm telling you, I saw it. An aboleth. The size of his ship. No, he didn't see no aboleth. Alright, he probably probably got drunk and saw a rock. He thinks it was an aboleth. Mm. You ain't never seen an aboleth. You ain't never left the shore. I've left the shore. Alright, a few times, okay? Are you sitting here or are you sitting over at the one with the number on it? I think we'll sit here now, actually. Right, okay. And he puts the drinks down. Have a whiskey for you? No, I need a piss. He gets up. All right, okay. Um, food will be out in a bit. All right, maybe you, can you put the spoon on this one, though, because they're going to get confused and they get angry with me, and I don't want to be the one they get angry at because, you know, I don't own the place. You know, I'm just the best looking in it. Okay. Oh, one around. more thing before you go. Uh, yep. We're looking for our friend here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Merfolk, green eyes, large burns on his face. He's asking a lot of weird questions. Let me know a persuasion check. 21. Where? Why? Nice. Why? What is happening? I don't know, it's wonderful. But pretty good. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he nods his head. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him. He, uh, he was here for like one night, though. One night? Yeah. One? Stayed here. Can't forget him. His eyes was glowing a bit weird. You yeah. I mean? Well, they're bright green, but... Yeah, all burned up. One night. Did he talk to anyone? Hmm. Don't know. I'm really keeping an eye on you lot. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people coming and going all the time. If I get involved in everyone's mess, well, then it's the right mess. You know what I mean? He winks over at the old... Yeah. The, the back table again. 
So we've heard. Uh, excuse me. I, I need to use the, uh, the ladies' room. And I make eyes uh, with Cairo. Oh, we feel like we've done this before, so she knows she's going to talk to this guy, and I'm going to go follow Ben. Uh, okay, yeah. You see yeah. The, uh, the, the old man. He just he walks out the front door. Yeah. Um, the... The door is facing, we'll say south. Technically, it's not south. But I'm going to say south um, and heading out towards the ocean. Um, and he walks just straight ahead to the edge where there is a little lip. Um, and he d- looks like he begins to piss off the edge into the water. Into like a bluff overlooking the water itself. Are you all the way outside? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to follow him all the way out. Okay. I'm going to walk up next to him. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's can... like swaying, you know? He's like swaying. Oh, yeah. He's got his dick out, pissing off the edge. <laughs> yep. Uh, which side are you on, left or right? Uh, what's on either side of him? Nothing. Nothing. It's literally just nothing. So, yeah, I'll come up to the left side. All right. He doesn't see you then. Oh, shit. Yeah, one eye closed the whole time, like it was like. <clears throat> oh bloody hell! Mm. Can I help you? Yeah, uh, I think so. All right, well, let me finish this. Then you have to give me a minute too. I'll wait. He pisses for a little while longer. <laughs> you see him shake it off, and he says, uh, "Right, well, my, I got my own place. We can go back to." How far away is it? Pretty far. Other side of the docks. Well, I have a room at the inn. Hmm. Uh, nope, not going back in there tonight. All right, let's go for a walk. All right. Um, he begins to walk around. Give me another insight check on him. Seventeen. Seventeen. He's like crazy. He's like look, looking left and right. Yeah. He's like looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's trying, like, you can tell he's trying to act cool. He's just not great at it. It also seems like he's been doing it forever, though. Like, it, it seems like it's old he's hat, older, but he's, right? not, he's not good at it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. he, he, yeah, yeah. he's used to doing it. Like, he but, talks about doing it all the time, but when it actually is happening, he's he, like, oh my God, this is actually happening. Right. So, okay. he, uh, yeah, he begins to walk um, back towards that bridge. Back in the tavern. Cairo, what are you doing? So I say to the the bartender, you said he stayed here. Did he stay the night? Well, yeah, I think he did, yeah. So you saw him in the morning? Right and early he was, that one. And you didn't see him speak to anyone? Give me a persuasion check. Six. Um, a six. The, um... I think maybe he, like, kind of turns his back to you a little bit. Um... Hmm. And then he turns back and looks at your ears and says... You're not full elf, are you? I'm not. No, I didn't think so. So do you have to, like, sleep all night? No, I... I sleep a, a little bit, 
less than a human. Look, I, I need answers. I need answers about our friend, and I, I just need to know whatever you know. Well, I don't know much. All right, listen. I try to keep my head down as well. All right, listen. See that lot over there? He like brazenly points at them. He oh, goes, dear. them lot own this place. And they own just about everyone in it. You know what I'm saying? So you should just keep your head down. I don't know who this guy is, but you don't want to be going around asking questions. Listen, as far as I know, he came in, he stayed, and he left. And the dragonfly. Give me a insight check. Okay. Fifteen. He stops. He kind of like takes a short moment. It's like a pause. And he says, he leans in. He comes down and says, how old are you? I don't see why, why that matters, but I'm 22. And I, I think I lower my voice a little bit when I say 22. He says, yeah. You should have like a bright, long life ahead of you, yeah? Live all the way to whatever half elves live to. What, 25? Something like that? Very funny. Don't ask about that ship. Ben said everyone knows about that ship. Yeah, everyone knows about that ship. So how is that a secret? It's not a secret. It seems to be from us. Well, he stands back up. Just a trading ship, innit? Been all around. We ain't seen it in ages. Probably sank. Thank you. I say kind of like, you know, dismissively. He says, uh... Listen, you want to know what's going on? Maybe take a silver coin to the docks and ask about there. Alright? You don't want to be asking around in here. Well, thank you for that information at least. Yeah. The, the runners. Ask the runners. They usually know ask a bit more. The but they're hard up and they need coins. That's the difference. Understood. Just keep me out Thank of it, you. yeah, unless you want booze. And I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna cancel that dinner because you look like you need to take a walk. Right. Now, how many minutes have passed in this conversation? Probably that amount too. Um, okay. He like walks away from you, like shaking his head, um, and uh, heads back over to the the bar area, back outside. Um, young Lyra. How old is Lyra? She's not that young. She's like, I think her sheet says she's 50-something. 50-something. Yeah. Um, there is... Um, 40-something. Sorry, my bad. 40. <clears throat> you're walking along... Um, with this old man, he mm. uh, he's probably speaking. He's probably saying like just bullshit the whole time. The whole thing. and then there was a, a time that one of them there, full on mermaid, but like twice as large, you know, like a giant and a mermaid had done the business, washed up on the shore, you know, right there. He points at an area where there's no way anything washed up. Yep, sorry, I was just a boy then, and that's right when, uh, yeah. And as you say that, you hear. And he grabs oh, at his chest. Son of a bitch! Oh, son of a bitch! He falls down. 
blood right. pulling out from what looks like a crossbow bolt. Uh, I look around. Where did it come from? <clears throat> Give me... What is this check? Perception or survival, maybe? Something like that. I see. I guess we'll go with one of those two. Okay. No idea what that check is. But that'll uh, do. Sorry, did you say what I was looking at skills? Did you say what did you say? Survival or perception? Or... Yeah, I feel like one okay. of those works. So survival is uh, is tracking, right? That's you could use some skills that you'd got from our oh, perception. Um, yeah, you see, you saw that it came from. Um, he was looking like down towards where the docks is. You've just come off of the bridge. To the left of you is the actual docks area with lots of buildings and things like that. Um, you see the like, it's briefest second. A shadow disappear behind a building all the way down by the water side, like probably on one of the docks behind where some of these buildings brush all the way up to the dock area, the, um, the wharf itself. How far away is it? Mm, pretty far. Probably like... 60 feet, something like that. I'm fast, but I'm not that fast, right? Like, I think... Uh, Take you 60 seconds to... Uh, six so seconds I have to run this feline agility. Your re reflexes and agility allow you to move with a burst of speed, but just so I know, like, before I use something like that, I think it's still too far away. If he's 60 feet... That's probably, what, a 30 feet first? Yeah, you're pretty fast. Probably not the full 60 feet. You can get down there pretty quick. If you want to just barrel forward and run down there, yeah. I don't. Um, so I look around, I see this shadow dart um, and leave after hurting Ben and shooting Ben and then I kneel down next to him and I actually am going to try to help him. Alright, yeah. Um, how do you try All and right. help him? Um, I'm going to, well, I want to look at the fucking wound. Like, is it right in his chest? Is it in his heart? Can I... You pushing him over? He landed on his front. Oh, yeah, I'll roll him over. Yeah, you see a crossbow ben? bolt sticking out of what looks like his heart. Um, oh, as you roll him over, he's like all slack. Eyes oh, yeah, he's glossy. dead. Okay. Um, great. I'm going to take the crossbow out. Yeah, what's your AC? Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, 15. <laughs> Two crossbow bolts at pretty much the same time. <laughs> um, straight over your head. One bet misses you by, like, a hair. Okay. It goes through the slit in your ear. Okay. Um, I would like to interject and say that uh, let me know, please, when I don't know six or so minutes has passed because I, I we have a thing. Yeah, we have we a head out where I go and do this, and then she comes in at about six minutes after I've mm -hmm. been gone. So all right, okay, yeah, We're yeah, probably approaching somewhere near there. If you're okay. heading outside, yeah, mm -hmm. um, okay, yeah. So oh, I yeah. will, I will. Um, if I can't, if one goes over me, I just want to grab one of these bolts and then sort of kind of bail and prep for, for combat if somebody is actually trying to hurt me as well. Yeah, you're kind of out in the open. 
Um, and you can tell that these bolts are coming from a set of buildings and, um, yeah, like all the way down by the water itself. Um, there's an owl overhead. Give me a perception check, um, Cairo. Oh. Not you. Oh, Not right. Not owl. I don't know. Yeah. 16. This is what the owl is for. Um, do you have some sort of thing with the owl where you can figure out that it can see something going on? Yeah, so he, I make clicks to him and he makes, um, I guess the best term I can come up with for it is sort of mechanical sounds back at me. They're like little mechanical whistly sounds. Mm. Uh, they're subtle, but, um, yeah, I, I listen for them. I think so, um, your owl... He lets me know numbers in that way as well, you know? Well, I think he can let you know the direction and that something is going on um, mm-hmm. over this bridge uh, when you head outside. You don't see mm-hmm. Lyra anywhere. Mm-hmm. The owl just starts immediately going apeshit, I think. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I would head uh, in the direction that he indicated. All right, we'll find out what happens after the break. As Lyra and Cairo uh, run headlong into this. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to just start dropping names, but there we go. Um, All right. Well, you made us feel like the FBI, like we're unstoppable. So fuck yeah, we're going to come in and drop badges (laughs) and names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me everything. Yeah. Well, you're also like the third FBI agents to come to town and be like, Oi, who's got, you know, Mm -hmm. so like, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, we'll see what you guys do after the break um, as you begin now. The, begin pulling at the first of the threads of the B-Story campaign, figuring out what's going on um, here in Caspian Wharf and maybe what's generally going on outside of that. Um, thanks for joining us and watching. See you after the break. We'll be back after the break. I was going to mention that we have podcast versions of this going on. Yes. Because we still yes. need to... Good job! We still need people to go and hit... Please! Like and subscribe. I don't know how to not say that. Oh, right. You too. Rate, rate, uh, it's, rate it's the really Rate and review. Rate and review. Please, please rate please and review the Dying Apple. Order podcast because it gives us a lot please. of uh, exposure when they put them on new and noteworthy and things. So and that's what we're to trying this. to do. That's what yeah. we're trying to get it on new and noteworthy. Please, please, please. We need your help. Can you drop the link to make it easy for people? Yes. Yes, I can. No, I won't do that. <laughs> you got Google. All right. Uh, right. We'll be back in a few minutes and we'll see what these uh, these young ladies will do. Hello, what? we're back. Live on the stream. We're live on the stream before you say something that you... I don't know if you didn't know we were live. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there... And it was £5,000 that I spent on that prostitute. Ah, uh, uh, what? It's a uh, courtesan, lady of the night. <laughs> um, all right. Strumpet. Welcome back, strumpets, to... Um, <laughs> To the Inquisition's dying order, and um, I'm so sorry. I'm so, uh, 
been thrown too hard today. I've been thrown too hard. Uh, here we are. Back in Caspian Wharf. So, let's just jump back into it. You two. <laughs> one of you is um, uh, probably running towards the area. What are you doing, Cairo? How are mm, you, mm-hmm. how are oh, you yeah, approaching I'm... this? I am full out running. Uh, when Keepy signals that there's something up, it's never uh, uh, a small deal. So, yeah. definitely running. It's not too far um, away when you see a dead body, probably, or uh, someone and uh, and Lyra next to it, standing oh or beginning to stand. I guess um, Lyra, as you stand up and start to look around. Uh, I don't think yeah, you can tell whether she's cover. killed him or not. By the way, Cairo. Okay, right. Yeah, it could have been a self-defense situation. Yeah. So Keepy didn't. Uh, he has whistles that he does for like, you know, two enemies, three enemies. He all he has said is a direction so far, right? I think he probably. Yeah, you can give me um, an animal handling check. Oh, gladly. I handle some animals. Let me make sure I have the right character sheet here because I've got <laughs> several open. What, what's, what's the matter, guys? <laughs> okay, animal handling. And whoop, 15. 15, that's past. Yeah, roll me a uh, perception check. Okay. Oh, God, way too many things open. Um, bear with me, folks. I am perceiving lots of things with a five. Five. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, you have advantage. This gives you advantage. That's why I'm doing it. Sorry, oh, roll, again. roll again. I remember That's your right. feature now. You have an avian 21. scout. Basically, she has an avian scout feature, which is something that I hacked to make more sense than the thing oh. that she got. Um, you can roll a um a perception check with advantage if you make a, an animal handling check and beat dc of 10 your advantage does not help you much i think maybe um keepy doesn't fully understand who is and who isn't a threat here there's still a bunch of people around um and there's just one dead dude and lyra and some stuff going on i think probably sure. not only are the the assailants well hidden but also maybe just the, the bird isn't able to work out exactly what's going on so that's why maybe you don't get any information other than the direction in which lyra is um gotcha. and that clearly something is going on because she's frantically maybe beginning to move quickly um okay. and lyra what are you doing um finding cover okay yeah, you can probably run to the nearest, like, building edge, which is, like, yeah. the back of maybe a set of warehouses that lead down to the... If you, you look straight east out over the water, you can see the area where the figure ducked behind it. Um, it probably also gives you a sense... One of the shots came from higher above you, so you probably get a night... You're, you're somewhat down from wherever this other one came from. Um, and you guys are probably within shouting range of each other. You can probably hear each other as... Um, Cairo comes running in. Uh, can she see me? Yeah. Uh, then I won't actually shout at her. I will just signal to her that there are people um, firing long distance uh, yeah. around the corner. And Cairo, do you... What is what the do do? cover situation near Lyra? Pretty good. I'm standing by a building, yeah. So you can either join me or I don't know if there's anything like... 
across is, or is there anything that guide. gives me yeah cross well, like uh is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give you a bow map yes pretty 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 close pretty to, pretty pretty princess to um to what i've described but it's the best i can probably do yeah here we are here is a dead man holy shit um and you've probably run down here you're probably hiding here um behind this wall straight down this alleyway somewhere over here i'm pinging it if you're not zoomed out far enough is where you saw the assailants um and they could be up on the roofs wait i'm sorry could you ping that one more time i missed it yeah 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 down there okay um Somewhere along, sorry, Chisa, if you don't see it, yeah, I can just do this. Oh, I do, yeah. Somewhere okay. down there, you can see um, is where the the figure went. They they probably went. Um, they're probably behind here somewhere. Okay, gotcha. Um, right, so I'm but you go also know there were some other shots. Um, give me initiative check. Certainly. While we roll, remember to click on your token before you click the thing. Yes, I gotta move the turn order thing to make sure I'm clicked on my token. There we go. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Alright. Lyra. You are first in the turn order. Uh, may I use my feline agility to go up onto the roof? I think you may. You have a Tabaxi's have a climbing <laughs> thing. You are, I think you are the first yeah. Tabaxi I've ever had as a, yes. a player character. So I don't remember <laughs> what you can do, but I think you can climb stuff crazy well. Is it like without a back? Like what are you? What 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 can you do? What's the climbing? You should probably just jump up there. I feel yeah, like they can um, just Assassin's Creed up buildings, especially mm-hmm. since you're a rogue. Yes. So you so, don't take penalties, or is that just thief rogue? I don't know what type of rogue you are. I can't remember. I actually don't know if it says if I'm a specific type of rogue. Wanna... Oh, it just says inquisitive rogue. Yeah, that's a type. That's a that's a new bullshit rogue. Okay, awesome. Um, um, so yeah, yeah I so can you... use my feline agility. It's just racial. All right. Well, the roof is probably about thirty feet up. Okay. Um, so you'd use thirty feet of your movement to climb up on top of it, but at no penalty. Mm-hmm. So you can move up on top of this roof here. Okay. Um, yeah, so what I'll do is I will uh, get up. After I've signaled uh, to Cairo, I will put my rifle behind me and I just uh, jump onto the wall to my right and then like kind of parkour my way up to the roof. Um, and then once I'm on the roof, do I see anybody? Can I like try to stay hidden and see if I see any enemies? You can do... You don't see anyone. Okay. Without um, I- without actively, you can do like an active scan of the area with an mm-hmm. action perception check, or no. um, or you can hide, which I think what you wanted to do. Yeah, then I will hide, and I will get my rifle out. When you say hide, you're kind of stood on the edge of a roof. The, yeah. The map has some so, decent things you can hide behind, kind of these yeah. like dips and stuff, and you can That's hide behind. That's exactly this. what I was going to say. But this if you dip move right to here. here then you've used 30 feet of your movement. Uh, so the feline agility allows you to double your speed until the end of your turn. Okay. Just free? So, yep. Okay. She a cat, it's, bro. 
And then once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you move zero feet on one of your turns. Oh, okay, nice. All right. Yeah. So, um, and it's 35 for her. So I'll just go ahead and move here and duck behind this other roof corner and hide. All right, and pull give me a my rifle. stealth check. Okay. 19. 19's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm, 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 mm. Here, I'll put it in the chat so everybody can see it. You see movement from the other roof across from you, behind where Ooh. that chimney thing is. Um, as you see one of the enemy type people. What you see is a very young looking human woman maybe child like straight up looks like maybe a teenager um and she has uh, a crossbow in one hand that's expended she throws it behind her and pulls a, a bow off of her shoulder um and she is not aiming at you okay. um you see her aim at, at cairo but cairo you're in a fucking sick position or not taking damage. So, mm -hmm. what is your AC? My AC is 14. Alright, at the moment, from this one, it's 19. Um, nice. In this position, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, they go there. So, let me roll. In fact, I can roll here. So, yeah, you have uh, cover right now. I don't know why. This is not my day for this. <laughs> I have to keep reopening things to make it work. Bam. 17. Um, lucky you're in cover. Yeah. She um, she fires a longbow. Kind of just trying to get this weird angle. And that's how you're able to see her, Lyra, as she begins to move around this thing fires and you see that she's like trying to dip it over the edge it catches the edge of the the roof um Cairo, you see an arrow kind of tumble down next to you um and this child hmm i guess we'll probably run to the edge of the roof completely expose herself and fire <laughs> at you again you now have a plus two and not a plus five which makes your ac what did you say it was sorry uh, it was 19. Oh, mine is, is 14, it? so it's 16 now. 16. All right, next one coming in. Got to be a 16. Wow, <laughs> natural one. Roll me a, a d20, Cairo. Oh, dear. Wow, I'm slow today. Sorry, guys. One, d20. What? I, that a zero. Was not, oh, no, I did work. not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it is not a zero. It's a what? It's a one. That's good. Don't worry. It's, this is this is the fail for this person. Table for the other person. Yeah. She okay. throws, but she stumbles as she slips on a, a strange tile. Um, and you can see her pretty well now, Larry. You can see that she's um. She looks like she could just be somebody who works on the docks. Um, you saw a few of these types of younger kids running up and down the docks um, when you guys came in. Um, like they were like carrying things. They seem like laborers or runners that work along the docks. 
Um, and she just seems like one of those. She's wearing like a white, pretty thin tunic, um, pretty loose. Like it maybe wouldn't fit her. She looks like a street urchin or something, very dirty, worn. Um, she's got like big kind of baggy pants and very old looking thick boots on. Pretty plain looking. Um, and she kind of stumbles as she slips on one of these roof tiles. It's like an, uh, the choice that she has is fall off the roof and hold the longbow or let go of the longbow and grab onto one of the other tiles around her. And she chooses to grab onto the roof and you see the longbow launch off of the roof and hit the ground below. Um, where she stumbles, you... I think that is where this turn ends, um, bringing us to Cairo. What do you want to do? When her longbow hits the ground, you see me pull out my bow, um, and I pluck the string, so I don't uh, line up to take a shot, but you see me pluck the string, and you hear kind of like a little chime yeah. sound. Um, and then I'm going to take a stance here, so I'll step out right here. Uh, and presumably I have a good angle on her from there. And I'll take a bit of a wide stance and uh, take a shot at her with my bow. Yeah, you can see her from there. All right, here comes the shot. Oh! Yeah, well, actually, first, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you activated my trap card. Um, <gasps> that's when the other two appear. Uh, you see them, I think, fire these two arrows. Um, one is going to have a rough time getting you. So further down the alleyway here, one pokes their head out. Um, mm-hmm. And there's another one on a roof directly ahead of where you are, Lyra. Again, behind a thick chimney. They come out from behind it. Um, they had readied actions for when um, one of you reveals yourselves. And this is going to be horrific. <laughs> As a barrage of arrows suddenly come flying towards you. You don't... Uh, you have cover from the first two... Um, so your AC is 16 again. Why doesn't this work? Roll 20, please. <laughs> hey! 7 and 7! Wow! You are very lucky today. I have got no luck today at all. Um, so two arrows come flying over and you suddenly see that they're coming from on the roof in front of where Lyra is, um, but they seem to arch over towards and down next to you. One of them um, hits the ground next to where old Ben is dead, um, pings off the side, and another one hits the further wall. Um, but then you see a figure turn around the corner almost with the go from the from the top figure and fire two arrows. And you can see that these also look very much like street urchins, same kind of young-looking um, figures, two younger-looking boys. Um, one of them maybe is very, very early 20s, one maybe even younger than the one that's up on the roof. Um, and it's the one who is the very youngest that fires at you now. Maybe 15 years old. A 17 and a 12. And these you don't have cover for. So the 17, I assume, hits. It does. And an arrow. Six piercing. You see it just... <laughs> pung, catches Cairo maybe in the, uh, in the thigh. As you stumble backward, there is an arrow uh, in your leg. And you take six piercing damage. Um, however, Ouch. all of these... Uh, they're scouts is what they are in the monster manual. But... Well, I'll call them that for now. The scouts uh, are all revealed, all three of them. 
Um, okay. And now you fire your longbow, and on a twenty-five, arrow to the knee. Sorry, took an arrow to the thigh. Okay, I quickly changed <laughs> okay. my mind right, before I right, said right. it. Um, you, uh, you, you do hit with the twenty-five. All right, here comes the damage. Eight. And then we can add five to that for Songbo's uh, one-minute ability. So that would be 13, but I'm also going to 1d8 for um, Colossus Slayer. I think it needs to be injured so. for Colossus. You're right, that one's so. not injured, so it will just be 13. So your bow has an ability, Songbow. As a bonus action, plucking the string of Songbow will play a soft chime. That is pleasant to the ears. The chime rings for one minute, and while the chime is playing, you can add a plus five to any attack or damage roll you make in that time. Once you use this feature, it cannot be used again until you complete a short rest. So that's ten turns, okay? Mm-hmm. That's so awesome! And, um... Yeah, so you hear this chime going off, however it sounds, and this mm-hmm. arrow launches upwards towards the scout on the roof, dealing eight piercing damage. You see her, like, kind of holding on, um, and this arrow just bam straight into the fleshy part above uh, between um, uh, the chest and shoulder area and she she, she kind of like lets go of this thing and begins to slide down again reaching out with her other arm she holds on it's 13 uh, damage 13 damage you are right in fact roll me a 1d6 then that's enough damage sure. to make her fall off the roof oh <laughs> yes please She's holding on five yeah, she's sliding down. You like the same thing happens. <laughs> she slides down, but she she like cries out and then weakly reaches towards a tile um, before she just slips off the edge and she falls kind of awkwardly. And you just hear this crunch as her head smacks with the cobblestone, bang, um, and she's out like a light on the uh, on the ground. She's splayed out an awkward angle. There's blood pouring out of this wound. Her nose oh, is all crunched and broken up. Um, and you've taken one of them out. This is what happens when PB and I come to town. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. What uh, would you like Get to do fucked, next? 15 year olds. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, use my movement, my remaining movement, to dip back under cover over here. Yeah, okay. Bringing us to Lyra's turn. Lyra, you are currently hidden. Uh, I would like to. Um... So I saw these arrows come out um, and try to... Well, one of them did successfully hit her. Um, yep. Am I able to deduce where they are roughly located since they were... Yeah, I think you can see them pretty clearly. Oh, I can see them. Oh, okay, okay, awesome. Um, well, actually, maybe I you would... can't see the one on the ground very clearly, actually. I think you can definitely see the okay. one ahead of you. I can see the fucker on the roof, though, right? Yeah, they were hiding. Okay, okay. I will use a bonus action to do insightful fighting Wow. Uh, on, on this guy. You gain the ability to decipher an opponent's tactics and develop a counter. As a bonus action, you make a wisdom insight check against a creature that you can see that isn't incapacitated, contested by the target's charisma. Uh, if you succeed, you can use your sneak attack, even if you don't have advantage on the attack roll. Right. Okay. Nice. And um, then it lasts for a minute. And you're doing well. that on this guy uh, directly ahead of you? Uh-huh. The, like, older, older boy? He looks exactly like Rufio from Hook. Don't hurt me. He doesn't really. He doesn't. He just looks like okay. a street street rat. Just, rat. Yeah. Looks like a okay. Um, all right. All right. So he makes a wisdom save. Did you say sorry? Uh, charisma. Uh, you make a contested wisdom. by the target's charisma. charisma. So they do. Yeah, charisma. And I do Eight. the wisdom. 
You do an insight check. Uh, yep. Nine. Nine. Yeah, you beat it. Um, so if you exceed, you can use your sneak attack against that target, even if you don't have advantage on the target, um, but not if you have disadvantage. Okay. Right. Um, okay. So then I will do that, and I will shoot him with my rifle. All right. You do have advantage. Yay. He doesn't know where the fuck you are. You just pop up out of nowhere. Just a giant furry on a roof with a silenced rifle. Of course, you have this ridiculous weapon as well. Mm -hmm. um, what is your weapon? It's called a silence rifle. That's all it, all that's, oh, never mind. Okay, it's an experimental marksman rifle that has been, that has a cushioned sphere on the end of the barrel and it neutralizes all sound. There's a 10% chance that the sphere will fail or the gun will misfire. The user is able to choose which, forcibly having the gun fire or taking time to adjust the sphere. You roll a 1d10 on a one, the silence rifle either makes a loud bang heard for hundred feet or it misfires player choice. Alright, roll a d10. <laughs> Eight. Eight, yeah, you're good. It just fires. Um, and on a 14, I think you hit, yes. In fact, you have a... Oh, no, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a hit, plus your sneak attack. Sneak okay. attack is 2d6. I don't know if I added it. Or not. Yeah, I did. No. Yeah? No. Uh, you did give Wait, me that. I think d6. you did. Should oh. be two, I think. Is it not 2d6 at this point? Because I'm level three? Yeah. I might be wrong. You know how we find uh, out? Let we me look. look. At, we look at Ellie's character sheet. That's how we find out. Okay. Oh, is this 2d6? Increases as Yours you gain level, yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Did that roll? Um, no, I think it turns it on, but you should just roll 2d6. Oh, okay. You can add it later on. I fully Eight. intended to uh, hit these, ex like I put like half a character on all of these sheets back when I made them and then I was like, when they pick them, I'll add all the rest of the stuff and then I never did it because I did this so long ago and I was sitting there watching Weekly Idol with Emma and we were laughing <laughs> like, ha 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 and then she was like, oh man, I keep forgetting that Dying Order's on and I was like, I forgot Dying Order's on and I ran here oh, no. and we started the stream. Um, <laughs> I was just kind of just not with it um, and so I didn't add the thing that was my plan for today the last thing I had to do was add the little just check everything cross my T's and dot my I's which I didn't do with your character sheet so I'm sorry um, but you've both out. played enough D&D &D by now you should be pro I shouldn't need to do anything you should be able to do it all yourselves isn't that right easy peasy yeah Tuesday's like, you trained oh me God, and I don't Tuesday. know anything because you did. You are the worst <laughs> teacher ever. Um, That's not true. Yeah, I'm just really Don't tell KPP and Disby that I am the worst teacher ever. So, sorry. Um, my immersion. Nine plus eight. So that's a grand total of 57 damage, I think. Is that yeah, that sounds about right. Wait, what? I don't, no, I can't not. add. <laughs> it's... I, I can't add either. It's like 15. I don't know. I think it's. I 17. will do it for you. Um, it's 17. You are right. I'll leave my calculator and, out for you. Oh, how would you like to kill him? Ooh, you said he looks like Rufio <laughs> or like he's young. Rufio with like no makeup and not in all the stuff that Rufio wears. Oh, Makes him look terrible. like a human um, parrot. I think I would probably. I probably just shoot him right in the heart. 
Yeah, I don't think he has any idea what's going on. Yeah. Like, you appear, yeah. and he, like, gets the Metal Gear Solid bling above his head, yeah. and then he's dead. He's, like, falling yeah. backwards, because we don't really hear this... Uh... And the rifle is silenced as well, yeah. yeah. So he just kind of crumples to the ground. Technically, this is an Arcanai, by the way. Um, so actually, you do Ooh, have I'm on the B team! Yeah, you do, you do <laughs> technically have one. Somehow you got hold of this. I don't know why, or you can have whatever reason well, you want. I but... assume because it's prototype and they want somebody to test it out. Does yeah, this even just, work? Yeah, oh, wait for it so to like, blow up and explode your hands off your arms. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think he's just falling. And it's completely, like, silent. This isn't, like, a suppressor. This is a silencer, you know? And it, it doesn't make a single noise. It just... You fire it. You hear the mechanism in the gun, and that's it. Um, like click, and then... Whoosh. Yeah, and then... Uh, then he's falling, and he, like, hits the deck hard. His bow spirals out of his hand. We see maybe a shot of the other final scout, the youngest boy, um, turn mm. around as this body falls off of the edge of the um, the roof and hits the, the sort of dock below, the wooden panels of one of those, um, yeah, docks. And, um, uh, and yeah, what else do you want to do? I will just use my movements to um, scale the roof here. Okay. Yeah. I don't imagine this you kid move. is going to come out. If I move here, will I be able to see him and will he be able to see me? Because I imagine he's like ducked down behind a thing, right? Um, like he's, he's like uh, he, he's like back against the wall, kind of. Um, yeah, okay. And like about to kind of go around the corner. I don't think he has much of an idea that you're on the roof, but now that okay. he's a little like kind of freaked out about what's going on. Okay. But he can't see me if I'm like crouched here. Um, Unless no, he no, no, were to. Yeah, okay. So at all, okay. No. You're 30 feet right. up. Yeah. Then, then that's where I will be, and that's where I will end my turn. Okay. Um, let's see then. Um, brings us to that kid. And I think that kid kind of steps out from his cover. Hmm. A perception check. <sighs> Nothing. He is going to fire at you, Cairo. You have uh, quarter cover again, so you have plus two to your AC. Sure. 16. 21 and an 8. So the 21 Ooh. again hits you. You see him just fire wildly. Um, Maybe you like you have like an arm exposed a little as you're like preparing to turn mm-hmm. around, and then you just feel this like wound open up as it does one of those like <laughs> s- slice you open arrow flies past cuts, um, and then a second mm. one flies wild, um, bringing us to your turn. What would you like to do? Is he he's going to duck back around this corner again? He's in the same position you were in basically. He has a little bonus to his AC. I'm going to uh, make some clicks to keep you to see if uh, he's got numbers. Yeah. Uh, give me another animal handling check. Okay. Eight. Eight is a fail. Uh, Keepy is not <laughs> listening to you for whatever. He's flying around somewhere else. He's got distracted um, by a seagull. He's doing, yeah, he's like chasing a seagull around. I don't know. Something's happening, but basically you're just, you're not in a position where you can communicate with him. It's all happening sure. within like a second. Um, gotcha. Yeah. He saw a mouse. Uh, right. I'm gonna, uh, without information on numbers, I guess I'll probably pop up to here. Um... Actually, that might be most of my movement. I can't go very far, so hang on one sec. So I was here. Yeah, yeah, I could can probably go there about there. Okay. 
Yeah, so um, I'll stop about here, and I don't see any of the enemies, correct? You know there's I one. I can't see. He's doing the thing where part of his arm is exposed in the same way okay. that yours was. You know there's one there, at least. Would it be something I can try to fire at? Yeah. Like the part, the bit of him that's sticking out, basically? Yeah. Depending um, on what you so... roll and stuff. Sure. Um, in that case, I will... Hunter's Mark um, on the bit of him that I can see. Presumably I can do that since I can see a little bit of him. And then I will go ahead and fire Songbow. It is 20. <laughs> That's a hit. Yeah, give me the damage. Alright, so there's some damage and then I will 1d6 for the remaining damage for uh, Hunter's Mark. Oh yeah, okay. Um, uh, he has so like 15. a he has like a foot sticking out, right? And like you just fire an arrow into his Achilles heel, um, mm. and you just you just hear a cry out, and you see this boy, um, a human boy, like kind of dirty, looks like something out of Oliver Twist. Um, take an arrow; it just obliterates his ankle, um, and he cries out and stumbles left, falling on the ground, kind of completely exposing his position. Um, as he like lands there laying there just ready to die at this point just kind of like holding on and he scrambles for his bow and he's like knocking an arrow and about to turn over and fire it down the alleyway at you what else would you like to do if anything um nothing actually alright um Lyra your turn um, I would like to, I can see him now full, fully, correct? Oh he yeah, stepped he, out from he's the, so from easy behind. to see, yeah, he's like scrambling around. Okay, um, I want to shoot him, but I want to incapacitate him. I don't want to kill him. You can try and shoot the uh, weapon out of his... Yeah, that's Hands. what I would like to try to do. Uh, Alright, I think this is a weird check that you can do. I think everyone can do a disarming check. I think you make, make me an attack roll. I think they may have to make a strength check. Okay. Oh, chat is pointing out that... Um, Plus five for the, the song, song isn't over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, he might be dead. Alright, go for it. So, to you, do you want to add it? Um, I didn't think to add it. I don't know... Yeah, I didn't think to add it, so maybe we just don't. Then it didn't happen. If it didn't happen, it didn't okay. happen. Right. And uh, we'll carry on. Yeah, so disarm someone. Use a weapon attack to attempt to knock the weapon out. Um, yeah, they have to make a strength or a dex check. You have a disadvantage if they're holding an item with both hands. Is he? Yes, it's a longbow. Am I able to use my insightful fighting to give me to cancel out that disadvantage? Mm, what does that do again? That gives you. So it lasts for one minute um, unless I switch targets, which is what I'm doing right now. So it's the. Um, as a bonus action, you make a wisdom check against a creature that you can see that isn't already incapacitated, and they can test by doing charisma. If you succeed, you can use your sneak attack against the target, even if you don't have advantage on the roll. Yeah, since you're not trying to kill them, I'll give it to you for this one. Okay, so it'll just cancel it out, so I don't have advantage. 
Yeah. Or disadvantage, sure. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, then yeah. Roll. Yep. And he is going to roll a dex. You got to be a 15. Fuck. Was that a 13? I 13. Mm-hmm. You fire your weapon. There's just no sound. And you just, you see him like he's, he, you hit the thing. You just see he's like, boom. There's like a, a chunk of wood that splits off of it. But he just kind of like looks around shocked. Like he doesn't know what the hell is happening. He looks at the thing in his hands, but he's still holding on to it. Like he's got that like panicked super strength. Um, and he doesn't let go of it at all. Um, and he, he fumbles again for another arrow trying to um knock one uh okay then i will yep i will sneakily move here like closer to him all right scout boy let's see if he can see you nope uh he's gonna fire one two at um kyra who's fully exposed kyra one of those hits 19 is gonna hit you that's another four piercing. He just kind of fires <laughs> wildly. He lets out like a childish cry. Ah, boom! <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, the arrow finds purchase and maybe punches, punches into the leathers that you're wearing um, mm-hmm. and deals four bruising damage. Mm. And uh, yeah, the, the, the boy begins to like struggle backwards. He... Mm, let's see, hang on. how scared he would be yeah i think he stands up and starts running this direction like down the uh down the dock you see him running down he starts sprinting full pelt down the dock side um towards like the back of one of these ships as if he's going to try and like jump onto that ship there uh bringing us to you kyra what do you want to do um I'm gonna give chase. Uh, I'm not a rogue. Wait, can I dash anyway? Right, I can. He's limp sprinting. Okay, he's limp sprinting, doing that crazy limp sprint they do in movies where they're running and they're oh, yeah. probably he's about to show in the back. Everyone's crying out that he's got a broken ankle or whatever. All right, sure. Yeah, that's my my full movement right there. So. Zombie run. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get as close to him as I can in one go. All right, not doing anything? No, because I don't want to kill him, and I'd probably just be killing him. Yeah, Lyra, what do you want to do? Um, I want to <laughs> run, dash off this roof, and try to grapple this guy. <laughs> You're 30 yeah. feet up. Yep. She's also a cat. I'm also a cat. You are <laughs> a I've cat. Got, if I've got 20, like, jump up, and then it's only a 10-foot drop. Okay. Give me uh, an acrobatics check. We'll just go with that. Okay. This will be with disadvantage if you weren't a cat. Oh, bus is in the chat. 13. 13. Yeah. Um, you pelt off this thing and jump on him. How does it look? <laughs> um, 
I kind of, I'm like, I'm running. I put the rifle behind me. I sling it behind me, and then I run right to the edge, and I crouch down and leap kind of like a cat does, I guess, and I'm lunging yeah. at him. Fully and grown. And I'm going to land on... woman. Yeah, You're I land on, on my haunches. Oh, okay. I don't think I can quite land on him. I'd have to, like, probably walk a couple feet on the steps on the dock, but then I'm going to grapple him, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, give me... Uh, an athletics check versus 10. <laughs> a natural one. Here's what happened. You, uh, you, you leap off this thing. You land uh, and you kind of like roll once and then like maybe all fours run a couple and then like yeah. jump up and start moving um, after this kid. And then you just dive at him to grapple him and you do it. You get your arms around his legs yeah. and you bring him down and his face hits the, the deck and deals one damage to him, which kills him. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> you, This kid is maybe 13 and you just grab his legs and he just goes down hard. Uh, he lets out a cry, bang, crunch. His, uh, his face hits this deck and just splits open and blood flies out in front of him. Um, and then he kind of goes limp in your arms this boy splays out there's a there's a dead body kind of crumpled awkwardly against the roof behind you and there's one behind cairo which fell off the roof who may be alive um i don't think you're too sure because she didn't um she didn't actively die the other two look very dead um and uh yeah, you just kind of like probably take a moment to, to breathe. There's, a, there's some silence for a second before you hear a slow clap. And then you look up at the edge of this ship that is, um, that is in front of you. And you see a figure who appears maybe over the edge and looks down at where you guys are um a pretty old looking dude maybe in his 60s he's got a very thick gray beard that runs down over um just normal looking overalls that he looks like he would just work on the docks as a dock hand um and uh he waves a hand over where all these these boys are and he kind of stretches his neck and you can see a dragonfly tattoo on his neck and these deep wrinkles on his face and these eyes as he looks over where each of you are um, and says, These are useless boys. Very useless boys. Mm. And this one, meh, I have more daughters. Um, he, like, he like looks down at you and says, You have to be very careful who you are asking questions about. He's I looking assume at you, this is Lyra. the dragonfly? The ship? G give me a quick yeah. perception check. See if you can... Uh, 23? If you made it out. I'm oh, assuming yeah. the fucking letters are like dragonfly. No. Oh. The ship is known as the Lark. Um, and it's... Um, oh. The dragonfly is like a caravel almost. It's like a, a bigger ship designed for like trading and things. This is more of like a schooner. It's a little smaller designed for a little more speed. Um, okay. It's a weird shape, um, but it's 
Yeah, it, it doesn't look like a merchant ship necessarily. It looks more just like a... Maybe a personal ship, something like that. Um, kind of nicely painted, although the front of the ship has this weird black and yellow kind of haphazard. It almost looks like a paint spill on it, but it just doesn't look like anything weird. Um, the guy on it looks like just a normal deckhand. Um, he looks down at you and says, You must be lighter. And that one, uh, mm, K something. Cairo? Uh, I don't know. Is she in within earshot? Yeah, you guys can me? see and hear oh, all okay, of us. Okay, okay. So okay. I can hear him from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> can I approach? Yeah, you can. You're you're semi out of combat unless you attack him. Sure. He's not. He's not drawn any weapons on you or anything. Gotcha. As as you got walk up, he says, "That will be far enough." And who are you? My name is Gio. A pleasure to meet you. I've been expecting you. It's nice to meet you, Gio. Pleasure is all mine. I see you what have met you my friends. He looks around. Me? Uh, that was my present. Think of it as a welcoming gift. It looks like they tagged you up a little. Little one. As he says that, uh, I reach for my thigh <clears throat> and my arm and uh, cast Cure Wounds on myself. Yeah, how does that look? Um, I think there's probably a subtle glow, maybe sort of a whitish glow around my hands. Um, but it's pretty subtle. Six. <laughs> nice magic. I'm just sort of steely gaze at him, tight-lipped. You are asking about something which you should not ask about. That's what we hear, yet everybody in town knows about it. Ah, but they don't like you asking about it. I don't like you asking about it. Cedric does not like you asking about it. I don't think I care what you like. Hmm. I will give you one chance. One chance to go home. Where's Sea Stalker? Hmm. I'm sure this information you would like to know, but it is above your pay grade, B Squad. He calls us B Squad. He Damn. shouldn't know that, by the way. <gasps> Just a red flag for you both. Yeah, he shouldn't know we're. In yeah. He shouldn't know that at all. <laughs> oh. I don't think anyone should really even know there isn't a day in a B Squad or anything. Mm -hmm. It's all the hyper secret. And if we don't? Uh, well, I will send you packing uh, another way. Back to the gods if they're still up there. I will actually stand up and I will back up away from the ship. Uh, and I'll lean into Cairo. What do you want to do? He doesn't seem willing to tell us anything. I think with just the two of us, we probably don't stand a chance. I think you're probably right. 
Should we report back what we know? I think perhaps we should. It was nice to meet you, Geo. Again, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you for the gift. Oh, you are more than welcome. Please, return if you want another. And then I leave, but I probably, like, I don't want to take my eyes off of him until I'm, like, far enough back. I'll probably just back up with her. And then... watching you the whole way. Kind of smugly. Yeah. He's probably got a bit of a grin, but he's not smiling. He's got like a, an upturned lip, kind of a smirk. I'll click to Keepy again to see if I can get him to keep an eye on uh, any movements. That guy might make sudden movements. Yeah, sure. Give me an animal handling check. Right. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, you can make a perception check with advantage. Okay. Perception with advantage. 17. Yeah! Mm. Okay, I mean, first of all, you just wanted it to notify you if anything's going on. I, I do, yep. Alright, yeah, I mean, I think the the, the bird circles above. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would like to do eye for detail as well to see if I can spot any hidden creatures or um, make an intelligence check to uncover or decipher clues oh okay yeah do that yeah um so i think i will do is it either or I'm uh, you can use a bonus action to make a wisdom perception check to spot a hidden creature or object or to make an intelligence check to uncover or decipher clues I, I think it depends which one you want to do what are you looking are you looking for clues or a hidden creature or object i want to know if he's like by himself on this ship or if there are people nearby that are going to jump out and fuck up our day if we try to engage with him. All right, give me a perception check. Okay. And then I would absolutely love to look for clues. Oh my god, four. So. <laughs> four, which is also a natural one. Um, a natural one four. Um, awesome. I don't think you see anything. Um, but that doesn't mean there isn't anything there. I think yeah. you just, the situation is all haywire. There's way too much going on. This runs too deep in this town. You may be a little out of your depth and you're not sure at all who's in on it, who's what. You're looking around and I think you can see that there are people still moving around. Some of yeah. them are just kind of keeping their heads down like, oh, fuck. Um, and, and other people just seem to be moving away or keeping a wary distance. But no one seems to in- engage you. Some of them seem calm, some of them don't, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything to you at this point. You just maybe feel a little like, I don't know who's doing what or whether there's concealed things going on. Okay. Um... Yeah, I guess I start to walk away. Um... I will back down. I'm not going to fight him. All right. You guys just back off. A-team's job. Yeah, I think so. Her lead. I think think I'd like to, right before I leave the dock, I'll glance over my shoulder and see if I can do this eye for detail to try to uncover or decipher clues on him or the ship. All right. Oh, geez. I feel like our day is going to get fucked. 
Nine. Nine. Um, I don't think you really get much on a nine. You just see okay. that it's called the Lark. Um, okay. And he had a tattoo, right? He has a tattoo of a dragonfly. dragonfly. Um, mm-hmm. You know what, actually? I think... Oh, yeah. It looks like this. It's not like your typical, you know, tramp stamp. Okay. Uh, it's like a landed bat- dragonfly that looks something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, uh, but I don't. I don't think that there's really much else going on. Like again, he just looks like a normal dude. There's nothing crazy going on. He's not even armed. He doesn't have any weapons on him. You can That's see, so fucking creepy. I'm yeah. sorry. That is way it creepier is. than if he had a weapon. Oh, um, then yeah, I will. I will absolutely just kind of like um, support. Actually, I don't think I would, because I know Cairo well enough to know that even though she's really young and she's been injured, she probably doesn't want to look that way. So I won't help her, even though I really want to help her walk away from here. I'm just going to let her walk by herself and I'll just walk beside her and probably low under my breath. Are you okay? I'll I'll be all right. I'm a little hurt, but I'll be all right. I think we should get out of here and get back to the Inquisition as quickly as possible. Do you mind if I check for a pulse on on her? And I point to the one that I caused to fall off the roof. Yeah, of course. Alright, so I'm gonna um, stroll by her real quick, check for a pulse. I want it to be pretty obvious that I'm not trying to talk to her, if that matters. But Yeah, I mean, the dude is just standing there watching this. He seems pretty sure. casual. You might even have his hands in his pockets by now, you know. He's just oh my God. standing there okay. watching you and then that's you not know, terrifying. Business is kind of trying to go as usual around mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I'm going to check her for a pulse. Uh, all right, give me a medicine check. Do, do, do. Medicine. 15. Um, she does have a pulse. She's actually kind of like really like heavily breathing. You can see that she's um, she's landed on her face pretty bad. There's like a wound. There's a lot of blood here. Um, she has this wound in her shoulder. This blood is spilling out over her um, white tunic, and her, she's landed awkwardly on her face, broke her nose, and she's kind of struggling to breathe. Um, but Wait, she is this... alive. She's also semi-conscious. She's kind of like looking at you through one busted eye. This uh, this will be real quick. Um, I dip down and put my hand uh, on her forehead and cure wounds and say um, my name is Cairo and that's it alright give me the cure wounds nine nine um okay give me a charisma check sure I don't think I have ever done that uh, is that a, a saving throw, basically, or just click on the do word? I just yeah, click the, on charisma. The charisma. It won't do a saving throw. If that is, sure. a, it's weird because you can roll with that. You just don't feel that you can. Damn, a nineteen! Whoa! Oh my god, she's in love with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, as you like cure her, she like her her busted mouth and nose and stuff reshape a little bit, and she takes in like a kind of choking breath. <gasps> And then she whispers as quietly as she can. They're going west. And then she pushes you away from her. And says, Oi, fuck off! 
the fuck away from me. She pulls the dagger out and starts jabbing at you. Pretty like like she tries to kind of hit you, but like <laughs> yeah. you probably quite quick, easily she get out of the way. She makes a good show of it. And she's like yeah. stabbing at you and shit. Um, and like trying to get away from you and like backs herself against the, the thing. Picks up a tile from the ground and throws it over towards you. <laughs> what is Geo's reaction to this? He's just standing there still. Oh. Then yeah, I will look back at Geo, kind of like nod, and then uh, with Cairo after that, I will just kind of wait for her to be done, and when she's done, I'll just head on out. All right, where are you going? Uh, probably we didn't even leave any I- items. I honestly don't even think we would go back to the inn. I think we would try to catch the train first thing in the morning. Straight to the train. He said yeah. we could even sleep on the train. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll just take watches. Yeah. yeah. So you guys head back up towards where the train is. Um, mm-hmm. You can see that the uh, the conductor is sat in that um, little room. Um, he's sitting there with like a really long Gandalf-style hobbit pipe. Um, just kind of smoking on it as he sees you two approach. And, you know, it's been maybe like a few minutes walk up back up this hill. Um, nobody seems to have followed you. And you're in like open plains here. There isn't like anything going on um no one like necessarily seems to have followed you up um but you come to where this train is um and you see the little gnome in there and he waves at you oh did you leave something on the train inquisitor oh you are quite injured i'm a little hurt i'll i'll be all right what happened in this town you're an inquisitor you should have just flushed the badge there's a lot going on in this town, actually, it would seem, and I, I don't push past him so much as I kind of skirt to the side and um, go take my seat because uh, I'd like to start healing myself. Mm-hmm. And um, on the way in, this is kind of just the way things are with Keepy. He keeps a good eye on me. Um, you just see him swoop in and not land on my shoulder, but land on the seat opposite me, just on the back of it. Yeah. The gnome says, Oh, the preparations for the train are not quite finished. When will they be done? Hmm, well, I don't really do it. I can go and ask. But, uh, I suppose, uh, we are leaving immediately, yes? Yes, please. Very well. I will see how quickly we can turn it around. Oh, and don't worry. You're quite safe here on the train. Get on the train now. inside check him saw that look yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> gonna, yeah gotta beat a two 17 he's super telling the truth <laughs> he like he seems like he is totally on your side for the most part train conductors are like you they're a little outside of normal laws they stick to their trains they love their trains it's their thing um and they're they're not really beholden to to any city or government necessarily. A lot of the cities and stuff still run themselves. We're still in like, you know, progressive medieval era. Like with mm. a lot of the cities are just run by their own mayor or their own whoever. Um, and because of that, the train conductors are relatively like the train is its own little city almost. They just and they're, they're a little outside of the law a little bit. They police their own trains and things. So. I think a lot of the train conductors of the world and the Inquisition have a similar vibe. 
And I think that you've always kind of seen that weird eye to eye with train conductors, I would imagine. You know, like if you, mm-hmm. a policeman is kind of has that with a fireman, you know, that maybe sure. that kind of level of yeah, okay. thing going like, on. Like we've all seen some shit. Yeah, they yeah. just yeah, and they're like they're not they don't, they don't really report to anyone directly or mm-hmm. anything either. So um, yeah, I think he, it seems like he's very much telling the truth, okay. and uh, he like looks down the road where you came from as well, and like squints a little bit as if he's expectantly looking for something, and then you see him I like turn around they'll... and yeah, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't think they'll follow us. Oh, no. Okay, the rest just what Rufflins or something else. I think it was something worse. Uh, what did you say your name was again? Ah, uh, my name is Clasesio. Clasesio. Clasesio, yes. Three Zs on a cow. That's wonderful. Can you do me a favor? Yes. My, my friend over there is a little hurt, and we skipped dinner. Do you think you could find some medicine and a meal? Of course we can find you some food, yes, I'm sure. It would not be very nice. That's okay. Okay. I will find some for you. And then you hear him running down the uh, the the side of the train, like shouting towards the front end. The train has magically turned around, by the way. Um, and oh, that's so cool! <laughs> <laughs> you can witness it, you, but you, you see the the other end of the train is at the far end, and he's like running. Quickly now, we have to get going. Um, <laughs> and then you probably hear like a gruff voice of someone. Like, oh, I'm ready to. No, 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 no! You have to do it. Uh, and they start to bicker before you hear them begin to work on some stuff you guys step onto the train maybe move back into the carriage that you arrived in um is it a private carriage it is yeah okay um see i mean there's no one on it because there's no train yeah but i just mean our little section is private anyway yeah okay um are you sure you're all right i am i am i i i will be and then uh i i cast uh cure wounds i think i have three spells per day so um touching my thigh again and um probably wincing a little bit because um i'm still pretty hurt i'm sorry i should have taken that shot i just thought maybe i could maybe i could grab him and we could ask questions i i I didn't don't apologize i wasn't any more eager than you were to kill a child how did he know we were b-team I think it's more worrying that he even knew our names and he didn't seem at all intimidated. Well, I mean, I know we don't want to think about this as an option, but he could know our names from torture, you know? There's a chance he's still alive. I just kind of look down at my my thigh and um, shaking my head and I hope so, but I don't feel like we have reason to be hopeful. Do you think he did it willingly? I don't think he would ever do it willingly. Yeah, me either. Not Sea Stalker. I get kind of tight-lipped and I'm shaking my head. Okay. Um... You're probably there for a little while. There's probably like 30 minutes or so where you're kind of hyper-vigilantly checking the windows and doors and making sure nothing's going on. The gnome brings you a little food and some weird alchemical concoctions that he tells you both to drink and it'll give you vitamins. Um, and uh, 
he uh, brings you some like food. It's like really like it's not great food. It looks like someone's like lunch. He's just cobbled together and found like Aww. some old bread or something like that. Um, <laughs> I'll give him a gold piece, please. He uh, he he. Then eventually you hear the the train rumble and begin to leave again um, as it heads out, and it's it's full dark now. Um, looking outside, you can see that it's it's full dark. There are no stars, no moon, um, and uh, that probably strikes you a little bit as odd. Um, middle of summer, clear night, no stars, no moon. Uh, like there probably should be a and it moon. It snowed today, right? Mm-hmm. It's snowing again. Um, as the uh, as the train heads out, and you head back to at least towards Yale or back towards Bologna. Um, and that is pretty much where we end today. Apart from one last little scene as we see the uh, the figure, that figure that was on the ship. Um, he is still on his ship, but you can see that there are a couple of other figures on the ship as well. Full dark again. Um, you see the train leaving and the, the camera kind of pans back towards him and he's looking up to where the train is. There's a bunch of people pulling rigging. Um... There are, uh, the bodies have been cleared off. You can see the, the young girl who was all injured and busted up. She's kind of sitting cross-armed, arms across her chest, kind of sat, um, angry-looking face, um, as if she's been scalded. And the figure looks towards where the train is. His eyes look a little funky, um, for a moment, and then he blinks it away and says, Oh, good. Mm. You are lucky you have friends in high places. Come then. We sail west by night. Perhaps we can reach Thermesia for the after party. Eh? Ah! Set sail. You go to bed. And the uh, ding ding of the ship leaving port um, heads off. On the back of the ship, there are eight legs pointed and spindled like a spider. The spiders that clamp into the back of the ship and there's a crackle of odd arcane energy that lights uh, this this odd shape underneath the ship as it begins to leave port and head out. And that's where we end today's little session. That's right. You would have seen that if you'd rolled high enough. You were like, can I roll to see if there's a hidden arcanized spider yeah. on the bottom of the ship yes you can please see it no you didn't all right um there you go everybody little uh oh my god we know where they're going at least yeah so, you know, you know we, you know, exactly. we've got a direction yeah. Yeah. it doesn't make sense that they'd be going to thalmesia by the way because it doesn't exist yeah um, but you uh you know they're going west and you do have some information you have another yeah. ship and uh you have some stuff. I will say there, there's a lot of information that was uh, unfound, but I'm sure you mm-hmm. don't care. Who cares? Oh, we care. We care, yeah. <laughs> the I care. Cares. We don't want to be B team. We want to be A team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, want to um, figure this shit out. Maybe by the uh, by the end of it, you will be as Man. The, uh, as the Inquisition mission continues. Yeah. Next time we do one of these, there is a like a hard coded point in which we'll jump to another one of these episodes, but if not, it'll mm-hmm. be next time someone's missing and we 
fill the void, um, we'll do a quick couple of shout outs just because there's only two of you. And then uh, we'll jump off next week. We will return to your regularly scheduled programming, I think. Yes. The Dying Order, yes. we return to the deserts of Dust Vale. They're in Dust Vale as well, Tuesday. You remember I know, being there? I've been watching. Bloody yeah. awful. And now um, it's not awful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see what the uh, the main crew are up to. We've got um, Aura's going to 1v1 as Sandwalker. And then you've yeah. got to head out. I think you said you were going the quick but difficult route through the sands to try and get ahead of symbol um, i mean it is a race so yeah <laughs> it is yeah and that's exactly why that's there to tempt you you're welcome um but symbol is ahead of you and you are in a race still um and we'll see what the inquisition does next time we f flip sideways swipe sideways until then we were going to say goodbye to tuesday gray thanks for joining us tuesday yeah, I was super happy to be here, and uh, this was a lot of fun. I really can't wait to continue this storyline. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> She's just going to go excited. around, like, poisoning the other players. Yeah. Like, so, Pocket, oh, can man. I come visit? I yeah. mean, I know it's random, but I was oh, going to be in the area anyway. Crazy how the I was only there for 12 minutes, and yeah, now you're being weird. really sick. Oh, and like terrible. her rice was poisoned. I don't know what's oh, up with man, that. Anyway. She, she's vomiting that bad. I guess she can't play. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, she can't play anymore, and I have to. Yeah, what um, happened to KPP? Watching, she just went missing one day, and then yeah, I don't know. That was super weird too. Really weird. It's unfortunate, but I'm here, so that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, um, guys, thanks yeah. for watching. If you want to see more of me, you can do that at forward slash Tuesday Gray on Twitch or Twitter, um, and certainly tune in next week to see what's going on with the main storyline. Yes. Um, and thanks to Raiden for this character because she's awesome. Yes, thanks to everyone that submitted characters. Um, and uh, p piece by piece, we'll probably see them all, I would imagine. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I, I'm sort of saving back the um, the two that weren't chosen just on the off chance that one of you dies, you know? Then you can mm -hmm. get, I have these, like, Bobby the Backup Bards that you can use. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, one. so one of the NPCs submitted was Seastalker. Um, which was the NPC that I took. That wasn't an option. Mostly, the reason, honestly, is that Runty submitted the most confusing, like, here's some homebrew, here's, I found this deep web class that I want this character to be, and I was like, that's not in the character mancer. <laughs> that's now going to be the other thing that I was planning on doing. I'm not telling you because it's all secrets. Um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so it was just a, that was all it was. Um, PB. Yes. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Pumpkinberry. Um, you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. Uh, I do all sorts of stuff on my channel, but I'm also here a couple of times a week. I'm here again tomorrow for ZBO, and I'm here on uh, Wednesdays jamming our weird time loop horror thriller called Nocturne. And Friday, this Friday, will be the finale for Simulacrum. Nice. Yeah. Well, not nice, but also nice. <laughs> you know, it's sad because it's it's over, but it's... It's awkward. a pretty emotionally draining and stressful show, so I am ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see Runty screaming at me in the chat that I said... No. Well, yeah, well, I also, I wasn't... I wasn't... I asked for, like, basic characters that are in the, the thing. And then I think you were like, can it be this? And I was like, yeah. And then I came to actually make it and was like, oh, why did I say... I don't know. And then it doesn't matter. 
But listen, the other thing is this. Runty wrote a character that I was like, oh, that's the exact character I need for this thing. You know, like, you made, like, this cool, hyper-fucking-loyal, super-lawful-good dark knight Runty, paladin your character's like awesome type character and i was you. like that's i'm taking that one for myself sorry um tomorrow we have a very big announcement yes we do on table story but we don't have a zbo which is our usual monday show wait we're not doing zbo tomorrow i don't think so no one's here are they what are you talking about oh is it on yes we are yes we are zbo is tomorrow <laughs> is it oh all right well that's <laughs> I totally just thought it wasn't on, and I made plans. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Um, there's not a Zero Blue Orion tomorrow, so don't bother there is, watching it. There is. And there, there is. is no big there announcement is. tomorrow. Um, they're not going to do what I say anyway. Thank you for watching, everyone. I know this is weird now. I'm now doing a thing where I juggle two campaigns, and I'm going to try and try and do it. I'm going to try and do it. I'm doing some weird. You can do it. I told I you I told you I was doing some weird experimental stuff with this campaign and one of those things is having two campaigns in one and we'll see how that goes. Um it's terrifying. And uh all right, well thanks for watching everybody. Big announcement tomorrow Thank Zero you. Blue Ryan. And, thanks guys. Um we'll see you next week for the the normal show. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye. 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 Oh Bye. god, it's done it again, PB. It doesn't work. It's Why? Okay. I'll take Why care of it. Why don't you work? There it is! <laughs> Yay. Why? It's awkward.